I've got a deep and booming voice. Well, I have now, anyway. Grow home. Or does that shit? <laughs> Pardon? Did you display Grow Home? Or was it was you did Grow I did the whole of Grow Home in, in a whole playthrough on Twitch. I played the whole game. Yeah. That's not what I'm like. That's how I roll. Well, all right. There's not only Chini can start and finish games in one week. I start and finish them in one day. I guess so. There you go. Suck it up. Let's play. Guess the game that Stuart played and finished this week. <laughs> Yo. Hello. Hello. Hey. You all right? How, am I sounding a bit sexier tonight than I was last week? Um, It's tough because you never sound sexy. <sighs> How are you, Eric? I'm good. Grading papers. Yeah. Oh, for God's sake. This is not easy. What's your favorite chocolate bar, dude? You know, usually it's a Milky Way or a Snickers, but these days I've gone nuts for Twix. I don't know what it is, but Twix is just doing me up. Now, now I'm probably going to be like Americanist here, but I was expecting to say Hershey or something. No, I don't like Hershey's chocolate. It's mediocre. And you know what? The chocolate and the Snickers or her- uh, Milky Way is mediocre too, but there's other flavors in there. If I'm going to have just straight chocolate, I'm going Dove or you know Toblerone or something like that. Yeah, but they're they're not the best quality chocolates, are they? Really? Well, have you have you have you tried lint? Very good quality. Lint. Can you get lint chocolate yeah, over there? Yeah, it's good too. I actually like Toblerone better than lint. Really? Wowzers! Yeah. I mean, Toblerone's Shop. got toffee in it as well, and like honey. So, but it's proper mm-hmm. Swiss chocolate, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. But lint is like the chocolate, isn't it? Yeah, according to you. Oh, no, he started it. Hello and welcome to show 265 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yeah, oh, 65. Yes. There you go. I'm Duke. That's it. Yeah, I'm Stu. And I'm Chinny. Is that thing on? Jesus Christ Almighty. How is everybody? Very good. I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. <laughs> that was like via satellite. What the hell like is going on? I was waiting for Chinny to go. I don't want to hog the conversation. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'll lie to you. Have you all had a good week? You had a good week? That's all right. I've been to, I, <laughs> Jesus I to Christ, what is happening? <laughs> What's the matter? What, what's the problem? Because I was waiting for you to talk and you were waiting for me to talk and so it just sat there. Nobody talked. No, it's like... It's like that thing when you get to a mini roundabout and no one knows who should go first. Yeah, I go first. So can you hear me okay now? We can hear you fine. Father, can you Is hear there some me? sort of delay or something? No, 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 it's fine. No, 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 no. I don't okay. think there is a de- necessarily a delay. I think it's just a kind of no, waiting there's no for delay. you to delay. It's fine. Yeah, there's no <laughs> delay. It's, it's, it's all good. It's all good. 
I say I wait. I just I've just come back from a christening. That's what that's what I've been doing. Yeah, wetting the baby's head. Or was it a boat that you christened? Yeah, what's that christening? Uh, I I I sort of had the idea because I've got long hair now. Wouldn't it be great if I sort of walked in dressed as Jesus? Wouldn't that be funny? (laughs) (laughs) It would be you and me, but not to (laughs) other person. Yeah, and and one guy in the in the audience will be just (laughs) killing it. You know. And I, it made me laugh because halfway through it, he was talking about how the church had an electrician in the, the week before, and they needed like the light switches sort of moving because you have to like walk in and it's dark. And I was like, here we fucking go! Like, can you make donations? Hum. Can you please put your money in the donation tray? Hum. I need a new settee. Hum. Kind of. Can you please put money in there because I need a new Xbox One? You know, here we go. The the priest is just like grabbing money off people. I want to get some extra money to. My son. I bet you were taking money out, were you not, Chidi, as you were passing by? No, it's honey uh, buns. Yeah, well, because I, I went with um, my, uh, my 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 girlfriend Tara, as we all know, ballet bunny, and uh, also my mother came because um, it was my my best mate's son's christening, and she she had my mom's always prepared. You know, moms are always prepared, aren't they? And she had change for this for that situation. She was, like, I brought some change, you know, so we look, we don't look like idiots when we walk past the collection Pop, plates. Pop, and, I was, like, and I said, no, don't give it to me. I'll just walk past them. I don't care. He's like, it's just, I don't, you know, the the church should be paying tax. That's what I think, yeah. Stu. It's true. It is true. It's true. It is true. What do, do you know what though? Mums. Tax. I know. Mums really do have the Murray Poppins bags, oh, don't they? Do. You know what I mean? It's okay. They don't. Have a tissue. Bam. Got it. Can I have some tissue? Bam. Bam. Got it. Can I have a spam? Paracetamol. No problem. No problem. Yeah. yeah. You know, like car jack. Probably pull one of them out of there as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. get a flat tyre. Not a problem. Heroin. Tell you. Heroin. <laughs> Ganja. You know, yeah. crack cocaine. Whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever you want. They're just dealers. You know. Do you know, actually, I used to work with a woman. This is no word of a lie. I used to work with a woman who used to buy drugs for her son. It's yeah. a true story, this. She used to go, she used to come into work a bit late, and I'm like, why are you late for work? Oh, I've been buying some ganja for me son. All oh, right, okay, then. <laughs> He's going to grow up to be president one day. <laughs> it's, it's, it's absolutely true. Um, I'd, just, I'd just like to say uh, a hi to, to Pixie Loeb, new listener in the live chat. I've not seen that name oh, before. So yeah, we, do, we, do have, uh, we do have some people in the Twitch chat. We are broadcasting live. If you're listening to this on your iDevice or Android device, we broadcast this live, folks. Uh, is it we back to 9 o'clock it. next week, Stu? Is that, is that the system? Is that, is what, what's yes, happening? I'm on holiday next week, so it's definitely 9 o'clock next week, whatever happens. So next week, Sunday at 9pm, you can listen to this fantastic occasion and yes. talk about how I don't like God uh, live. Uh, and, but, you know, there's, there's, there's some people... School Duggar is in here. Uh, Sue Muhard and Dan. Is... Um, yeah, thanks so much. Next next seven, next six, uh, you know, all that stuff. Uh, yeah, thank you very much for coming on. So we we need to talk video games, otherwise they'll go uh, away. By the way, can I, can I just say we may get a few more listeners next week on the live because like we're not clashing with Top Gear anymore. So you know, that's tomorrow. You know, that's yeah. oh, that true. Yeah. Today, and but, we'll leave you with a. Uh, I can't do it. I mean, people love people love the Top Gear, don't they? That's that's what it is. By the way, as we know, as we know, Chinny was sounding more sexy last week, wasn't he? Because he like got a new new mic and all that shit. Well, I I also bought a new mic about a month ago. Oh, Um, favorite time! It's story time. 
sorry, sorry time. But the problem was when I tried I it out. I took it out of the box. That was the problem. No, 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 no. This, this is this is where it gets interesting, right? So I plugged it all in. Really? And I set it all is this where it gets interesting? Really? Well, listen, listen, just, <laughs> just listen, 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 listen. Right. So I plugged it all in, and I tried it out. And I did some recordings, you know, through sort of the editing software that I use for the show and stuff. I thought, I'll do that first direct recording, just see what it sounds like. Well, when I recorded with my old mic and then recorded with the new mic, it sounded barely any different. So I'm like, that's a bit weird. Uh, so I went into the settings and I made sure it was all like just that one and that the other one was uh, not enabled anymore and all that sort of stuff, right? And then I recorded, you can do like a test call on Skype. So I recorded that and recorded myself on there to see what I sounded like. So I did it again with the with the new mic and with my old mic, and it, it sounded almost the same. And I was like, well, that's a bit weird because, you know, I've spent all this money on this brand new microphone and I don't sound any sexier at all. So I was a bit disappointed and all that stuff. So this week I had a bit of time. So I thought, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do some fiddling and faffing and see if I can figure out what the hell's the problem is. Right. And what I hadn't, what I hadn't realized was that... Um, the separate settings for Skype. So even if you dis- like enable your other mic as your main mic in your sort of window settings, it still uses your old mic in Skype unless you change it there as well. Why didn't you just unplug the old mic? Because it's on my headset. So it's attached to the actual headset. So I can't unplug just unplug If you're trying to test a new mic, why not just make that the only audio thing in your... Well, I know that now, don't I? So when everyone was saying you sound really far away, that was because I'd folded up the mic on my my old headset, uh-huh. and it was still picking up the sound through that, which was on the side of my head, as opposed to in front of my mouth. So, uh, just two uh, things there, Stu. No, sorry, I've got yeah. three things. Uh, three <laughs> things to talk about. I, I want to yeah. mention. Uh, number one, that was the most boring story I've ever heard in my life. Sorry. Number two... Sorry. Number two, yeah. it's impossible for you to sound sexy with that accent. And then number three, <laughs> number three is I had a whole phone conversation while you were talking about that and ended it with my brother. The interesting thing about that is, do you know, do you know what? There's American women out there who think my voice is sexy. Though, yes, I'm just saying. deaf American women. It's just true. It's true. It's true. Hang on a second. Hey, Duchess, do you think Stu's voice is sexy? She doesn't know. What do you mean she doesn't know? <laughs> Bloody decisive women, it's always the same. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, so hopefully hopefully my voice sounds a bit fuller and richer now than it used to. Yeah, yeah full and rich, baby. I still think what... you might need some soundproofing in, in, in the room that you recorded. Yeah, it's probably true. I am in a, a fairly... There's not much in the room in the way of soundproofing. But I'll tell you what, they, they sell these shields, but they're frigging mega expensive. They're like egg yeah, boxes. Bowman and stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, you can oh. you can just buy you can put like a mattress up. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm just got a mattress up. I'll just and that, uh, I'll just walk out a, of the house. You just sleep on the mattress. <laughs> I'll just wrap a mattress around the room. It'll be fine. There you go. <laughs> Great. Uh, so there you go. Anyway, so there's there's my little sort of sorted out now. So hopefully I'll sound a little better anyway, a little bit better if if we can. So there you go. Uh, so anyway, that all being said, uh, we should we should talk about some games, I guess, because I think we should just end the show. To be honest, I, I, I don't think we can talk <laughs> Thanks about. Thanks for listening, everybody. Why don't you? Don't you? <laughs> so, uh, so who should we come to first? Let's let's come to Duke. Actually, Duke, 
Uh, before you start talking games, uh, is there is there any update on the PC purchase? Yes, I've bought a gaming PC. This is the first time wow. in my life I've ever bought an actual gaming PC. I've bought laptops in the past, like cheap old laptops, in order to pay, play cheap old games. But this is the first time I've ever bought an actual, somewhat up-to-date gaming PC. It's on the way. Oh, my God. Oh my God. So, so what happened? Because please, obviously, the, the please last... let's let's not talk <laughs> about the details. No, no the the only, I was only just going to ask one thing because the I, last I, time we talked. I, sorry, Chinny, I do have a little bit of a story to tell. My favorite time, it's story time. You already heard that song. So, last week it was out. The one I wanted to buy was out of stock. Out of stock. Right. Out of stock. And so then I found some other ones, and uh, I think Rich, Big Bad Daddy, on Twitter was like. Hey, you should get a PC that's this, this, and this. And I was like, I don't know, dude. Here's the one I'm thinking of getting. And he was like, No, you can't get that one. It, it does. It only has one gigabyte on the uh, uh, video card. And I was like, Well, I don't. Why is that important? He's trust me. You want two gigabytes. You've got to have two gigabytes on the video card. And I was like, Stu, you're not helping right now. All right, I'm sorry. It's okay. Please, so, can you please remain quiet during Duke's story time? <laughs> it's okay. It's better not to, because otherwise I'll I told yell. him so. Though I told him. No, <laughs> Duke, you, I just want. I just want. I just, I just, you said it was fine. I just don't want to hear Stu's voice. Just, well, that's fine. Just, let's not stop him. That's, that's so. I was sorry, like, but what about this other one? He said, no, 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 the, the processor there sucks. And I was like, God damn it! What about this one? He's like, doesn't have enough. Doesn't have enough. Whatever. And I was like. This is why I hate all this. And he was like, wait a minute. Give me five minutes. And I was like, all right. And I appreciate his help because I know he is actually trying to help me here. And he knows his shit, though. He, he comes back it. and he goes, here, you should get this one. And I, it was like $850. I was like, that's twice as much as I can afford. What are you talking about? So he was like, well, you need this, this, and this, and this. And you might as, you need to build it. And I was like, I'm not building my own goddamn PC. <laughs> and once again, this is why people hate PC gaming. Like, Has he listened to this show? Has he listened to our Xbox? You would just go, is that an Xbox? Yes, I'll take it. That's the end of the discussion you need to have about buying an Xbox. <laughs> but if you buy a PC, it's like 700 different things. You got to look up the gaming GPU benchmark and see if it will value for money. And there's reviews of all these different components. And I'm just like, I don't mm-hmm. have time for all this research. So finally, I was like, look, you know what? This one's got like 200 reviews. Most of them are very good. I said I picked two of the ones, and I was like, because one of them had like a bad review, a bunch of bad reviews, and I was like, you know what? It's got a bunch of good reviews too, but I don't want to risk it with these really bad reviews. So I picked two two of the models, and I said, if you had to buy which one, one of these, which ones would you pick? And he said that one. I was like, fine, I'm ordering that one. So. I appreciate uh, the help, Rich, and I know that you want me to have the better PC than what I'm getting, but you know what? I'm happy with what I – I mean, it'll probably – I probably won't have any idea like you know, that it only has one gigabyte in the video card or whatever. So I'm just like, you know what? It'll be fine. So whatever. It's coming. I'm excited because I'll be able to play Skyrim on higher settings, and I'll be able to play Shadows of Mordor and Dragon Age and Quiggy Wig and Fract and the Forest, and yeah, it'll be good. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, no, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yes. So how, how many gigabytes is on your graphics card on the so one? So anyway, that computer's coming, and it's going to be awesome. 
So has he, has he got that's two gigabytes great. of graphics card? I can't card? wait to get the uh, computer that's coming in. <laughs> Is that a no? <laughs> I have to let it go, dude. It's, I, don't, I don't remember. But it's like, no, in all seriousness, though, I did say to you last week, the most important bit of a gaming PC is your graphics Really? Card. So if it doesn't have a CPU in it, then it's like, well, whatever, as long as no, the no. graphics... To play games, the graphics card is the most important I st- bit. I-, I still think the monitor's the most important part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of important as well. But the most Let's important bit... I'm actually playing. What I've ordered... So this week, I did something that I've never done with a game that's six years old. Oh, God. I know, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm cutting... Well, it can't... Wait a minute, wait a minute. It can't be played because you play loads of games that are six years old. Well, but this is the first time I've played this game on my computer. All right, okay. So let's play... Wait, where is it? Here it is. Let's play. Guess, Guess the, the game, game that, that Ch- played Duke's played and, and not finished but did for the first time this week. Okay, okay. So, right, right let's do 20 questions then. Was it originally... It came out in 2009. That's the first hint. Was it originally on Xbox and then PS3? Uh, it came out on the same time on everything. Okay. Is it a RPG? No, it is not. <laughs> Oh, okay. Is it is it Dark Void that came out? Into- no, it is not. Is it a third-person action game? No. Genie, oh. over to you. Um, is it a? Does it have elements of fantasy in it? Nope. Is it a first-person shooter? Yes, it is. Oh, 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 oh. no! We that's no, we played that, haven't we? Hmm. I played this on, on I played this on the Xbox 360, but I never played it on the PC. Okay, so you played this game before yes. then, but not. And it's a first, to be fair. Is it Crisis Two? No, it is not. Oh, that was a good guess. I like that. That's a good guess. Um, okay, no, oh, eleven. I'll give you another yeah. 2009. And the fact that it's a first-person shooter is kind of. Uh, I mean, it is a first-person shooter, but most people don't think about it as a first-person shooter. Okay. Is it, is it Rainbow Six Vegas 2? No, it is not. You don't think of it as a first-person shooter. So, If somebody were to talk about this game, they would not start with first-person shooter. Is it, has it got other, other ways of combat apart from shooting, then, in that yeah, case? but that's not the reason why people don't refer to it as a first-person shooter. Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm struggling here. Oh, whoa, 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 you weren't. Just a minute, just a minute. In Does it involve stealth? Boom and Quake, Mass Effect, no. Does it involve stealth? No. Ah, damn it. Well, I was thinking in, in a, at a few very rare moments, yes, but not... I was thinking of Deus Ex, but that was probably later, wasn't nope, it, in 2009? That was 2011 as well. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. That was a bit later. I'll give you another it? hint. It's a sequel. That's a sequel? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, Fear 2. No, but you have the number correct. <laughs> oh, well, well done, me. <laughs> Uh, God, a number two, oh, and it's not necessarily all... Not Fallout. Not Fallout, no, it's, it's a first-person game. Uh, ah, well, you played it on your PC, so it's not going to be something that's mega-intensive. Nope. So, 2009, though, that's quite a long time ago. I'm trying to think what the hell came out in 2009. Bioshock 2. Ah, Bioshock 2. 
Jesus, Ginny, any other guesses? I can't think of anything. I'm, I'm like struggling, you. I'm struggling here. Like, I, I see the okay, people in the yeah. thing. Gears, six, Gears 2. Six Deckard said Half-Life 2, which is incorrect, but that's the correct developer. Uh, yeah, oh, oh. Left, uh, the Left for Dead 2. Two. You were playing that? <laughs> nah, Jesus, I had never played it on the PC. They had it like a free weekend several months ago, and I snatched it then, but I had never played it. And we were supposed to have a play date last week with Big Bad Daddy and Verbal Rob and Chris MJW. And then we got we were late installing it, so we decided we were going to do it this week. So we did it today. And that led to something else that uh, ha- I had never done before, which is finish around like an entire, you know, five chapters of Left 4 Dead 2. Yay! Because I remember you thought this was... It is too hard. It's too hard. You thought it was too hard. It's not easy, and we barely made it. Now, said, it's okay, because we made it, and I'm not too mad. But um, I still think the difficulty is a little too hard. But whatever. I cannot cannot believe that that's six years old now. Six years old now. Jesus Christ. You know, when you think about, like, when games came out. Yeah? I was just thinking, I remember when they announced that, and everybody was up in arms, because it wasn't that long after the original Left 4 Dead, and it was like... What's going on? Valve never announced a game that soon after the one that they've just released. What the hell is going down? Yeah, but the thing I realized we- about Left 4 Dead 2 is that they they learned from Left 4 Dead 1 that the best part of the game is when you have to manipulate the environment rather than just waves of zombies, special zombies, waves of zombies, special zombies. It's like, you know, so now they have, you know, whereas before it was... One part of the ch- chapter, you would lift up, you know, the garage door or whatever it is, and then... Uh, a bunch of zombies would come and you'd have to fight them off and then you can go through the door that you lifted up. This time around, it's like twice through each chapter you have a spot where you have to like, you know, we did Dark Carnival, so it's like start the roller coaster or, you know, turn off the whatever it is and then you have to run through the roller coaster and get to the spot. So, did you, did you know Did you know on Dark Carnival there was a homage to uh, Half-Life 2 Episode 2 I don't within know it? That. Uh, I've never basically Half-Life 2 Episode 2, so I don't know. At the, at the very beginning of it, you you can you can win a gnome um, on like I, you know it's funny because I was looking at that and I was like, can't you play this carnival game? But there was it didn't look like there was any way to do it, and maybe I just wasn't pushing the right button or whatever. Yeah, if you shoot, I think you just have to shoot the targets. Yeah, well, I thought I did, but I wasn't yeah, in you, action. But yeah, but yeah well, there was another a, achievement it, in 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 Left 4 Dead 2 where you you. You take the gnome, right, and you right. take it all the way to the end. And then that, that was yeah. the achievement in uh, episode two, which I did on my old game yeah. tag, but I'm uh, planning to do I it have, again. I'm planning I to do it again on, on YouTube or, yes. and, or on Twitch or on both. Right. And, well, and so you can follow my journey. Because um, the, uh, uh, the Big Bad Daddy uh, videotaped the us playing so he's going to upload that at some point so you'll be able to hear us talking and playing and chris mjw at one point just left but he didn't quit out of the game so for the remainder of the game and he came late so he came in like you know 10 minutes in and then he left after 10 minutes so (laughs) at one point it just says chris idle and so for the rest of the game we're like where's idle chris at oh here he comes but he never went back to just like you know Mikey or whoever the character. Can I can I just get this straight? So let me just get, so Big Bad Daddy had a VHS recorder for this. Yeah, thing, he? he has a v- he just had his video camera. Unbelievable. Pointing at the screen. <laughs> he videotaped it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It, it, it recorded in a. <laughs> 
Yeah, we're going to have it uh, for the distinction between those two terms. Like anybody fucking gets it. <laughs> anyway, Rob, just... Verbal Rob in the chat says, long live Idol Chris. <laughs> yeah, Idol Chris. And he did apparently live with us. He made it onto the helicopter at the end. And I must say, the finale of the Dark Carnival one, or whatever it's called. Is it called? It's not called Dark Carnival, is it? It is. I think it is, yeah. Because that's what the freaking insane clown posse calls their whole fandom. That's it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure it's Dark Carnival. I'm sure it's a reference to the insane clown posse. But so uh, the finale is, it, is like, it the, the, the ending to that one, the, the rock, the rock concert. Yeah, is yeah, exactly. It's just like Alan Wake, which is weird, but it was cool. I had a good time. We and we made it. Like I was very happy, and I got the most shooting of allies. <laughs> well done. Yeah. well done. Congratulations. Everybody to you, wants to claim that trophy. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah. I was going to say, though, it's quite sad um, regarding Half-Life 2 Episode 2 because so many people never played it, and it's so good. It's like the best one of the three games, really. Yeah, so it's kind of sad. Kind of sad. People need to go and play that. If they've never played it, it's so good. Uh It's really, really good. So anyway, there you go. I guess you're right. Who cares? So anyway, uh, we had that. That was fun. And uh, maybe we'll do another PC gaming play date next week. Uh. Yeah, I'll be I'll be up for that. By the way, I was working tonight, so right. I couldn't join you. I did see another Left 4 Dead two play day because it's a good game. Everyone loves co-op, yeah. and I'll play that. Yeah, I like that game. It's my favorite. Left 4 Dead two on the PC. Check it out. Play with it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we should definitely do that. Yes, plenty more Dota two. Uh, yeah, not much to report about that. Still playing as a Drow Ranger. Some one of these days, I'll have to try some other hero, but not yet. And. Uh, Minecraft. I finished my new roller coaster on the Revit, Reddit PVE server. Ooh, I know people were waiting for that. And probably when I get the new gaming PC, I'll be doing some more streaming because it'll be easier to do it there. And I'll show everybody my new roller coasters and stuff. Can I, ju- can I just ask what what? And I know you're going to shout at me now and get all grumpy, <laughs> but what what make of video card is it? Have, is it an Nvidia? It's, it's or AMD. Yeah, it's AMD. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. No, I was only gonna say it's a pity yeah. because yeah. Nvidia has streaming built in, so it makes it a bit easier to do it. That's all. That's all it was. Anyway. Oh no! It's not like there's free software to allow you to. Do I it, know, Stu. but it's easy. But it just does it. It's it, easier, isn't it? It just does it. Look, Stu, I, and I know you mean well, but think I was about just it. Asking the no, I know, I know you were, but think about it. I just spent a significant amount of money on something. And you're going to say, oh, you should have spent a little bit other, you know, this other thing. Especially when Big Bad Daddy was telling me, no, get this video card, and it's not NVIDIA. So, you know, you got to understand where I'm coming from. I'm being pulled in like six directions. And no matter what I buy, I'm being told, you're an idiot. You should have bought this other thing. And I know you no, didn't say I didn't, I didn't mean it that way. I was just saying it's a pity because it's just built into the software with this? the graphics it's card. It's a pity That's that AMD all. doesn't build it into their software, too. Well, apparently, Hardly Dan said you can just use uh, Pratt R, whatever yeah, that is. It's not important. Oh, I think you mean Raptor. It's not important. <laughs> it's fine. Anyway, Pratt moving on. OBS, which you've already got. Right. <laughs> you've got it anyway. What well, I'm not doing the software thing, though, when I get this new computer, but whatever. Anyway, Starbound had a very big update. So if anybody's ever played Starbound and thought, yeah, I'll go, I'll come back when there's a big update. There's a big update, so you should play it again. It's actually a good update. I was very impressed by it because it used to. Everyone knows Starbound is the sort of new version. It's not. It, it's exactly like Terraria, except you get to go to lots of different planets. It's not just one world, right? So 
if you want to know what next ne- next man's sky is going to be like, it's going to be like Starbound, except like fancier graphics, pretty much. No man's sky. Right. No okay. man's sky. No right. Man's sky. Yeah, that's all. So. And, you know, Starbound's always been a good game, but they've made it better. Because it used to be that, you know, you, you, you start off in your spaceship, and you have to beam down, because you, you get stuck over a planet. And then you have to beam down and get coal, and then that powers your spaceship. And they realized, that's dumb. Spaceships don't run on coal. <laughs> so, what they... <laughs> they might do. <laughs> uh, I know, right? But they figured it out. It's, it's not very realistic. So, they make you go get coal so that you can, you know... Do, and you can make this thing, and then you can make this other thing, and you can make this other thing, and then that will fix your spaceship. You know what I'm saying? So they actually have it so that you're getting you know, better materials to fix your spaceship. But along so what, the way – What you're saying is – What? What you're saying is it's no longer a steam engine-powered Yeah, it's not a spaceship, spaceship anymore where you have to you know, water wheel turn in the engine. <laughs> but you have to hover under a waterfall. <laughs> so, but it's but they've done some good advances. I mean, the combat's still exactly the same, and you know the structures are exactly the same. The main difference is that you know before you had to just mine a million things, and then you would get you know better armor, and then when you you got a certain kind of ore, you could summon a boss, and then you beat the boss, and he drops a piece of tech that you need to go to this other sector of the universe. And then you know you 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 find a different kind of planet that has a different kind of ore, and you have a different kind of boss, and then you can get to a different sector of the universe. And they've done away with all of that. Now you have, again, you know, you, you, you're just trying to get cores that can get you to this gate. Uh, every galaxy, every solar system has like this stargate thing where you can access an outpost, and then there are a lot of people in the outpost that have quests to give you. So it's it's a lot more diverse in terms of what you're doing. It's not just go mining all the time in order to get more ore, and then you can defeat a boss. So I, I'm happy with it. I think they've done a good job, and I'm still playing it, which is a good sign because I thought, oh, I'll check out what's new in the update, and then it'll take me five minutes, and that'll be the end of it. But I've actually stuck with it, and I'm you know doing a bunch of different quests. So yeah, I'm liking it. Yeah, you see, I, I was um, I, I, I tried to play a bit of Terraria. I've never tried Starbound, but I found Terraria a bit fiddly and hard to control, really. But I don't know. It, everything's looked too tiny. Right. That was the thing. That was the problem I had with Terraria is that the the pieces you were working with are very tiny. Starbound did a good job in making the you know blocks a bigger size. Now you can still work with smaller blocks, but generally speaking, you work with you know larger chunks of the game, which is good. Um, they did change the way you dig so that it used to be you used your matter manipulator in the same way that you would punch stuff in Minecraft. In other words, when you first get started, you would use the matter manipulator to get you know some wood and cobblestone, and then you could make an axe, you could make a pickaxe, etc., and then you can chop down trees with the pickaxe or the, with the axe, and you can mine with the pickaxe, and then you would proceed just as you would in Minecraft. Well, they've changed right. that in the new update so that now your matter manipulator is basically the thing you're going to use to mine always. You can make a pickaxe, but it will break very quickly. So the pickaxe is supposed to be something you have only for special occasions and you really need to move quickly or you can make them and then mine just a little bit and then it'll break and then you get a new one. So it's a little frustrating because the thing you use to mine most of the time is the slowest thing in the game to mine with. But I don't know. Maybe later they'll add enough. Does it? Can I, can I ask, can you upgrade your matter you manipulator and stuff like that? Manipulator, yes. But 
it takes a while, and the only upgrades that I've been able to do is make mine a little stronger, and then there's a way you can uh, update it so that you can collect liquids, which I haven't done yet, but that's the next upgrade that I'm going to have. But I don't. And you can mine, and you can mine any material with that, then, so it doesn't much, yeah. restrict. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, so I, I mean, you know, it's fine, and and they've done away with axes altogether. So I was like, how am I gonna chop down these trees? Uh, you know, the matter manipulator will take forever, but then it doesn't. They've made it much faster to chop down trees with the matter manipulator. But it's weird because it feels like you're pointing a laser beam at the tree, and it's not as though it's going through the tree. It's just a little glowing light, and then the tree falls down. And I'm like, I'm a I'm an aesthetic type of guy. I want. You know, to see the laser beam cut through the tree. This is, I mean, this is a fully released game, isn't it? It's not aesthetic detail. Yeah, I know. I'm wanting about minor aesthetic details. It's not. It's not early access or anything, is it? Early it's access, a, yeah. It is early access, or not? Yeah. Oh, it still is. Guinea pigs. All ah, right. Okay. So, God, it seems to have been out forever. It has been out forever. This has been <laughs> I mean, at least a year. And, uh, you know, it's good to see that they're still making progress, but I don't think they're making the progress they need. I mean, maybe, you know, if this is the start of, you know, this accelerated, ramped up movement, then great. But it's been a long time and they haven't changed things. I don't know. I I think they still have some work to do and I hope they do it quickly. I think it's interesting because uh, that's why I asked the question because I was convinced this was just released now it's just a normal game i didn't realize it was still early access so that's kind of interesting in itself early access no you're probably right i mean some of these early access games just seem to be in this almost like limbo forever don't they in early access no limbo isn't early access that's been out Uh, i see i see what you did there see what Uh, so anyway uh, yeah No, I was going to say, is any any other game? Yes, Anything? one other game that I got cheap Ooh. is called Ooh. Spy Chameleon, just like it sounds, Spy Chameleon. It's okay. a top-down kind of stealth game, but the only stealth you do is switching colors. So you're a chameleon, and there's these robots running around, and there's cameras looking at you, and um, most of the time the carpet is like, gray or whatever but then you can pass over a red carpet and when you do if you turn yourself red then the robots can't see you and the cameras can't see you so it's an interesting mechanic the graphics are really polished it works very well um the gameplay i mean you know that said it's i did about 10 levels i think and they were fun but it wasn't getting me coming back for more because it felt kind of samey, and I was just like, all right, this works exactly like I thought it would, and it's okay. I just didn't, I wasn't loving it, so. No, so, I mean, that happens, but at least it was yeah. cheap. It was so cheap, and, you know, cheap. I'll probably play it some more. It's a great kind of game for, like, you know, duck in, play a level, duck out. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's not too terrible. Yeah. And I like guess. I said, I mean, nobody can say anything about this game in terms of it not being very well made because the graphics, like I say, look great and the mechanics work beautifully and it's an interesting idea, you know, to switch colors and all that. So, um, yeah, I just I feel like it's a kind of game we saw 20 years ago. You know what I mean? Like they, I remember there was a, a developer called Ambrosia who made games for the Mac back in the day and they would have right. made a game exactly like this so and that's fine i mean like i said it works well and there's definitely a place in the world for games like this but it's just not as riveting and thrilling as the kind of stuff i'm interested in playing these days so mm, whatever yeah whatever it's all good that's me done 
That's you done. Well, I've I've had an interesting week because there's a game that I believe both Chini and I have played because I listened to the overseas connection. So I know there's a one game that we've both got in common this week. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Worms yeah, Battlegrounds. <laughs> no, not at all. Oh. Not at all. But it has got battle in the title. So ah. you know, you're close. You're close. Battle Toads. Yeah, for Battlefield, what's it? Hardline. Hardline. Yes. Oh, yeah. Now, interestingly, I was I was off on Friday. I was off on Friday. Uh, and I'd done all my jobs, right, because I've got to do my jobs. Otherwise, I get, like, you know, the evil eye off case. So I've got to do my jobs. So I did those on Thursday. So I was, you know, a day of gaming on Friday. I was all up for that. And it was about, I had to go and get my haircut, and I had to go and do my shopping and shit, right? So I was I was on the PlayStation downloading Battlefield and what have you, and Metric Pizza was online all the way over in Australia. So it was a long way away. So he, he sent me an invite to party and all that sort of stuff. So I sort of got on chatting to him, and he's like, oh, you're going to play some Battlefield? And I said, well, I've got to go out. And this was a sort of half nine. I said, I should be back around dinner time. Uh, and he's in the future, of course, because he's in Australia. So he's in the future. So for him, it was seven o'clock at night when it was half past nine for me. It was half past seven for him. So it was, it was a, like, a long, long way. So uh, I said, well, that's all right, because it'll be, what, ten, ten, half, ten when I get your time when I get back. Is that too late for you? And he's like, no, no, that'll be fine. Uh, so I got back and we played a ton of it. So I played for and I streamed it and stuff, but there was nobody at all watching. But it was a funny time of day, I guess. So sort of dinner time on a Friday. And, uh, yeah, we played for probably a good two, three hours. So I played about two or three hours of the game. And the mode that Chini is streaming at the moment is the one we played the most. So we didn't uh, play much in the way of it. That's a, by the way, that, that cool. did you just see that cool thing with the magazine this whole, reload? This whole, yeah, this whole video is the funny reloads in the game. Yeah, well, that's a homage to uh, Star Wars. So there you go, that's a Star Wars reload. Uh, but, yes, so... We were playing for a good three hours, and we played this this mode, which is called Hotwire, uh, which is basically it's like uh, capture the flags, but the flags are moving. Hmm. That's that's kind of the best way to describe it. And the flags are, are vehicles, are cars. So you have to secure a car, and then you have to stay in the car as long as you can without getting blown up. That's kind of yeah. the name of the game. And it, and it, and it doesn't really tell you any of this, by the way, when you go into <laughs> no, the, it does. No, so well, you, you go into a match, and I'm okay. This is this is what's happening, I suppose. I was kind of lucky because Metric Peter had played a ton of it before I started playing it, and he just literally gave me a whole tutorial on everything I needed to do to oh, play right. the game. So that I was had, really I cool. I had no idea. I had I had no idea what was going on. And what was cool, right? Matches. <laughs> it was like some sort of South American gangster film, right? Because What's really funny about that game, you know, whereas normally in these sorts of games you get, like, loads of people just running around the map shooting the shit out of each other and just trying to get as many kills. Whatever the mode is, you just try and kill each other. That tends to be the way it goes. Right. In this, it was like, so, like I say, some sort of South American gangster flick because there were, the, like, the, the cars that you were sort of chasing down, they had, like, four people in them, three of which were hanging out the windows with guns. And, I mean, the physics are all wonky and weird because you can turn, like, a full 360 degrees when you're hanging out the window with both arms on a rifle. So it is a bit strange. Uh, but it just looks... Just because you don't have the dexterity the or the hip 
just because you don't have the hip muscles to do so. Exactly, exactly. Spin really quickly through a window, 360 degrees over and over again. You sound like a Um, jealous type to me. I was, I was. But that all being said, right, it was a shit ton of fun. And I kept kept doing really well. And I was getting, like, fourth in the table. And Metric Pizza's like, what the hell's going on? I I have no idea because I don't really know what I'm doing. But I'm doing something right. (laughs) So, yeah, it was really, really good fun. So, um I kind of actually really enjoyed it. I didn't think I would. Um, I'm not as struck on the heist mode. Uh, we played a few games of that, but I much, much prefer Hotwire. That is just so much fun, just driving around, trying to blow up cars and stuff. You get tons of points if you blow up like one of the one of the capture points when someone's in it and stuff like that. And it's like one of them's like a, a petrol tanker, so that goes up with a hell of an explosion. So does it even feel um, like a Battlefield game anymore? This seems like it's no, very different. I can't imagine this feels like anything like a Battlefield game. Not that I've ever played any. Yeah. You know, it's it literally you're just driving around in these cars. Oh, and, it seems and what's cool? Battlefield meets GTA or something. Yeah, and what's kind of cool, you can obviously, as in all all battlefield games, you can spawn on your friendlies, you know, on the on your you know your comrades or your teammates and all that sort of stuff. So you can spawn into one of the cars if they've captured it already. Right. So that's cool, and like when you get four in a car, um, you you can you you really are quite in, not invincible, but you, you it's hard for them to recapture that car once you've got it full of people. See, so here's, it, the, here's the thing. Look, I mean, and that's fine. It's, it looks like they've really decided to bring the fun back to Battlefield, which is great because it's missing ever since Bad Company won. But the thing that bugs me is, once again, it seems like if you don't have a... I mean, in a way, if you don't have a vehicle, you're you're nothing. No, 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 no. That's not strictly true because the whole point of that game mode is having the vehicles. So, but you've still got all the normal stuff. So you've got other vehicles. So you've got helicopter support and all yeah, that sort. That's of fine. I'm just saying. Like, uh, here's the thing. I will always and forever compare every Battlefield game that exists to Battlefield 2 Modern Combat, which is a game that nobody played because it was Xbox 360 only, and it was an old, old. Actually, it wasn't Xbox 360 only. It was on the PS2 and the Xbox One, and then they made a new version for the Xbox 360 because it was sort of mid genre or mid generations. But the point it was. If you had a, uh, if you were on foot in those games, in that game, you were okay. You didn't, you you could hold your own against. You know, there was a lot of melee, not melee combat, but you know, foot traffic that fought each other. Yeah. But then when Bad Company came along, vehicles were so overpowering individuals that you couldn't do anything if you saw a vehicle show up. Like you had to just run. And right. And and they were everywhere. So and that and Bad, and Bad Company Two was even more so, and Battlefield Three was even more so. So like. It became, uh, uh, you know, and I mean, you know, that's what it's like on the battlefield, I'm quite sure. So they went more realistic. And what I'm saying is I would love to see a game where, you know, Battlefield had a game mode, maybe just a mode where there were no vehicles. I think that would be interesting. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, but just to make it clear, there are no military vehicles in this. So no, no other vehicles have guns or anything like that, the, apart from the helicopter. Right. But all the ground vehicles are just like cop cars and motorbikes well, and... Pickup trucks and vans and petrol tankers. So there's no, apart from the fact that you're mobile and driving around, there's no massive advantage. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you're on foot, you're likely to get killed pretty quickly. I'm looking at the video stream. Yeah, I, 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 this is GTA. I mean, that's all it is. It I'm is more like than the fact that I, I feel like when when you were saying, oh, you know, it doesn't feel like a battlefield game or anything. I, I think it sort of does feel like a battlefield game, but you know, because it, it, it's the same physics, it's the same. Yeah. 
yeah, that's true. movement in the character. And I mean, yeah, but as soon as you get into a car, that definitely starts to. I mean, for me, when I got into a car, I was like, this really doesn't feel like a battlefield game. Driving a car like this, like a sports car or a police car, I was like, this feels really weird for a battlefield game. But apart from that, like you know, I I still feel like it's 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 just a it's it, what it is what it is. It's a battlefield side project. You know, you still yeah. drop health and ammo, and the sniper rifles still sound cool. You know that. That sort of like his noise yeah. they do and all that but, sort of stuff. So, talking about sniper rifles, like I think it, it's the type of game where snipers are not going to be able to just sit in one spot for the whole match and just snipe because things are moving yeah. around much and that's awesome. I like it. I, I'm, I'm happy to see that. I, I, but I, I never really got in many vehicles. Even even if the game mode was this one where you have yeah. to get in a vehicle and you know I was just on foot most of the time and 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 to be honest, Duke, the the heists. How's um, a crocodile? <laughs> yeah, why not? Uh, the hoist guy mode. There's 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 no vehicles at all in those. Well, in the map. In no, the there is, anyway. no, there is still vehicles, but you don't have to stay in them or anything. But there are still cars available and all that sort of stuff. Oh, no. well, well, I, I mean, the inter- I mean, what's interesting? You're yeah. saying when you were playing the hotwire mode, you didn't get in the vehicles, but the only way you get high up on the leaderboards is by being in the vehicles. That's how you score the most yeah, points. Well, this is the thing with me, there, Stu. I had no idea what the fuck was going on. <laughs> so the the longer you're in a vehicle, the more points yeah, you I score get because that, you. Yeah. I did. I got, I got that, but. I, but the thing is, the, the thing is, right? I had a lot of fun not earning the points for the team, but stopping the other team from earning the points. So, yeah, whereas points. I, I, would, I, got, I got teammates on my side going, oh, you know, I'm going to get driving a vehicle and, and drive around. I was like, well, I'm just going to stop the other people because there's always an enemy vehicle going around somewhere. So I would chase it, wait for right. it to come around the lap, get a rocket launcher, get a grenade launcher or something. I, I thought that was hilarious. Yes, or sometimes I just run in front of the car and just say, well, well, I hope they stop and try and shoot me or something and, and, and put them off. I mean, I mean, just the other thing to mention as well is... Like the, if you if you're expecting Forza Horizon physics for the driving, just forget it because it is like no. an arcade. It's like it's on rails. You know, you drive yeah. a car, it's like it could be the, on rails. The, the the cars just take such a battering as well. Like they, yeah, yeah, but they there's do. a point where they just explode and all sorts of and stuff. And you're shooting like yeah, uh, the, into the left of your teammate's head. I assume that if you are a little off, you don't suddenly kill your teammate. But no, no, there was no friendly. But oh, what that, I was just going to say that was one of the frustrating things. If you've got like four in a vehicle and there's someone in front of you, yeah. sometimes it was really hard to shoot enemies because their head was bobbing in and out of your sights all the time. Right. So that's kind of a, a bit of a negative point. Yeah. Um, but I, I, overall, you know me, I don't really like multiplayer games, so it's not my kind of thing. Um, but I did enjoy the high. I mean, I I I don't actually mind too much objective-based multiplayer games. You know, deathmatch. I just couldn't really give two shits about it. You know what I mean? I always, but, well, there is uh, a, there is a large conquest mode in there, Duke. For you, just you know, for, for, for people like you that like that. I don't know. I never played it because uh, I had no one to play with. The two modern comedy. They were always four or five flags and the reason that's important is because battlefield 3 and i never played battlefield 4 but you know it, it, battlefield 2 uh bad company 2 in some ways like the maps just were organized around choke points and once one team got control of the second flag it was just crashing into that choke point the whole match and it was like that's boring so i like the fact that they're spread out more now and I think also, like I was just saying, with the with the hotwire mode, it's really conquest with cars. And the fact that they're moving all the time prevents that choke point thing from happening. 
Yeah, because the cars are constantly moving, and you're in a, in a car as well, and you're chasing down the other cars, and sure. it's it, it was just fun. It was just a lot of fun, and obviously, like you can see, one of the one of the cars is like a tank, so that's quite slow. Yep. So the enemies can sort of get to that quite easy, and obviously, because it's got petrol in it, blows up a lot quicker than a normal car. Yep. Uh, so there's there's lots of it. I think they've they've thought a lot about the balancing and the map Dust Bowl, which is I think I'm not sure whether this is Dust Bowl or not the one that that's on at the moment, but that was a much bigger map than the one in the city. When we were playing Hot Wire in the city, it didn't feel as open or as much fun as it did in Dust Bowl, yeah, because it's just more windy, closed-in streets and stuff. So, I, I, I don't uh, know if this is true, but there's somebody coming to the chat saying hello from Antarctica. Wow, that is cool, if that is true. That's not so, Well, it's uh, more than cool, it's fucking freezing over there. <laughs> yeah, I bet it's cold there. We mind about it being cold. I prove you're in Antarctica, pointy guy. Yeah. yeah how, how, is he go- how is he I want a picture do- of him next to uh-uh. He's- the, the, a, a, a penguin. A penguin. Yeah, holding up this today's newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, today's newspaper. Well, it didn't happen. Uh, you know, but I, I, a bit going back to Battlefield Hardline, I, I, I do like it, but my ultimately my problem is, and I think it's the same with you, Stu, is uh, it, there's a good game here. It, it's probably a lot of fun. The hardcore Battlefield probably won't like it because it's not a true sequel. Um, I just don't have anyone to play with, really. And I, I don't want to sort of play a violin mm. here. Like I, I just, I'm sort of out of the... Uh, the multiplayer scene. You know, I have a lot of friends that were I met through sort of um, Halo and Call of Duty 4, and they all play Battlefield now. They're all about Battlefield 4. That's all they play, and they always say, you know, Chin, you know, you should get back into it. And uh, it, just, it just ain't my thing anymore. I don't know if they're going to no. go on to this or they're going to stay on Battlefield 4. But I just, I don't know. There's something about multiplayer games where I just feel a little bit lost with them. Like, I forget how difficult it is to sort of get into them again you know and i i think you remember when you first got a new multiplayer game and you're like oh my god i don't know the map i don't know the, the systems i don't know the language i don't know the the the, the ui i don't know the upgrade system and I, I was like god can i be bothered to do all this again like that that's what it's for me it's a very personal reason why i'm not really bothered about it i, hear, I think that's what I, and i feel like i mean that's that's probably one of the reasons why i didn't stick with the tower uh titanfall because it was, it felt like it was so overwhelming. But for some reason, I feel like I could probably get into this more easily. But I'm gonna have to play it on the PC. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Yeah, you, and, you know, I was, I was kind of lucky. I think with obviously going in with Metric Pizza, who obviously played quite a lot of it and understood the systems and how to play it. I, you know, he taught you. You know, it was kind of like my tutor. You know, and sort of, you know, went through what I needed to be doing, when I need to be doing it, you know, and and I think that that helps a lot. You definitely need it can somebody who knows what they're doing. If someone's like, do this, no, get that gun, no, do this other thing. No, he wasn't like that at all. He was very, he was very patient oh, with me. Because really? mm. I'm like, what the hell am I doing? And he's like, oh, be fine, be fine, you'll be fine. I remember, I remember, and I, I realised he was just being nice. But you know, I Pete, who we, who we love, yeah, obviously, yeah. He's, he's a friend, and uh, he he. he we was in a battle. Sorry, no, Borderlands Two. We played Borderlands Two, and me and Marsha are in it, and we're we're pretty low level, and we're just going our way through it. And he came in and says, "Hey, you doing? You know, oh, Pete, how you doing?" He says, "Here, I have this gun," and he gave me like the most powerful gun in the world that that was good for me at my level, like uh, that I could use. Uh, and I was just like, "This is really helpful." But now I just dominate, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and uh, it, I no, know, it's, it's funny it's, that because I've had that experience on MMOs too. Like people will come up to me and be like, "Oh, that armor you're wearing." I mean, and again, it's not. They're trying to help. They're trying to be nice, and that's great. But it's like, here's 16 things, 
and now you you know there's no challenge anymore and uh, or or yeah. even if it's there's still a challenge it's just like the fact that i've been handed those things i don't i don't want to be handed you know a lot of things maybe one or two things in an mmo like yeah. just to help I oh, think I think like I, I mean but to, the, the great thing about play survival in in Minecraft like I like being able to get stuff on my own so but the great thing about Borderlands was like that that gun that he gave me was the best gun he could give me for the for that level but yeah. uh, you know in about two three hours of game like I already found a better one so that that was the draw of Borderlands I suppose yeah, no, but, cool. you know. Yeah. It was good. It was all good. I think the best thing about Borderlands to have other people around was, or is, um, fighting with them rather than like necessarily. I, I yeah. never did sharing of loot in the first one, so. Mm. Yeah, uh, it's but, just your selfish nature. Yeah. Do, do you think back to Battlefield Hardline, uh, Stu? Do you yep. think after the beta, when the game comes out, you can you can see yourself getting something like this? I, I can't really yeah, see. You no, I mean, what was kind of funny though, Metric Pizza said he played so much of it, he wasn't that bothered potentially of buying the full game because right. he felt like he had enough. Yeah, yeah but like surely the they're going to chuck in a lot more maps on the on the final game. Well, there's going to, I mean, there's going to be a full single player campaign, isn't there? And I'm kind of probably more interested in that because it's obviously Visceral who made. Um, the space Dead game, space. isn't it? Dead, Dead, Dead space. space. The, the yeah. space game. Nice. The space, nice. space game. Who made the Dead Space? So, I mean, Dead those, guys, space. those guys know about single-player campaigns, so, yeah, you know, more no, so than normal. If reviews come out and say, oh, you know, the the, the single-player campaign's something to play, and then I'll probably end up like giving it a go, but just yeah. for multiplayer alone, if, because the history of Battlefield games and single-player Battlefield games is not that great. So, uh, you know, yeah, like, I'm not expecting much. I, so I'm basing it on I that. It's a really good just not that great. Maybe it'll be maybe some good characters, be, but I don't feel like they use them very well. Maybe it'll be Kane and Lynch, but a lot cooler. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. yeah. The only thing I remember about Kane and Lynch is they run around naked for the sequel. CCTV no less <laughs> and stuff mm. wasn't it it was all weird um, so yeah I played quite a bit of that uh, I played a little bit of some of the freebie games on the PS4 this week so I played Apotheon, um, which is this sort of like a Greek pottery side scrolling platform game and I'm not I'm not a I don't know what to think about it really so what because was it called? What was it called? Apotheon. Apotheon. Why do you have to play weird games? I can't spell them for the you know, YouTube. Is that, I don't know, because it was free. Battlefield Hardline. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Apotheon. And there were some things I kind of liked about it. It was a bit like Guacamole in the way that the levels were like set out. So you'd have multiple objectives in the same level and, and going in obviously different directions to go to get to them and then obviously each level was split into like upper and lower levels and then there were like secret rooms inside of houses and stuff. So in that respect it was kind of alright. The controls weren't great. The combat was iffy. The combat was like kind of I just had a stabby sword or a spear was it, was or it, something. Was it fiddly? Would you call it fiddly? No, not fiddly but <laughs> it was just basic you know like it was like a stab with your sword throw a spear you know it was kind of there was no combos or anything really interesting going on i mean i've only played a little bit so it may get more interesting it's like it's all about surfaces art style was really really nice you know i like the way it looked voice acting very odd 
very odd voice acting, lots of English voice actors, so I'm assuming it's an English game. But it sounded like they had recorded the voices through a tin can. You know, okay. like like really bad English accents, very stilted and wooden sounding, so not yes, really very good. Like it's very good then. I don't know. So that that was all a bit weird. And and just weird, in general, weird dialogue, you know, because I found this guy who, who just got drunk because all these, like, Roman guards were, or Greek guards, I guess, were killing everybody. So he just hid in his cellar and just drank all his wine, so he was all pissed um, and stuff. I don't know. Um, it just felt, I don't know, the, the, the sort of nothing about it felt polished. Do you know what I mean? It just, everything felt like That's it could have done... Polished. It, I mean, the animations aren't that... I don't know. But it's the art style, it's I don't know. It's elaborate, it, but it's... And it's not... I mean, it doesn't look like an art style I would want to play a lot, but it looks it looks polished, at least. I don't know. I don't know. It was interesting, but like I say, I've not really played enough of it, so I'm probably doing it a bit of a disservice because I only really played it for about half an hour or so, so I haven't played a ton of it. Yeah. But a game I did play that was free this, this week that I played quite a lot of, um, and I have no idea why I kept playing it. I really don't know. E free, no charge. Was Rogue Legacy, right? And obviously, I've never played this game before. I've heard everybody in the dog talk about how amazing it is. Right? You know what? I I wasn't blown away. I mean, I like it. It's good, but I wasn't wetting my pants with it. But I mean, Jesus Christ Almighty! This game is just designed to kill you. Well, of course, every rogue like is. It's just unbelievable. It's just like, oh my god, I died again. Yeah. Um, but there is a certain sort of addictive nature to continually upgrading your character. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, you're not upgrading your character; you're getting a different generation of your character. Yeah, but you can upgrade your castle, and you can get access to more right. powers and yeah. sort of more health, and yeah. so so all the time. Even though, yeah, you're right. It's sort of every generation. And um, by God, there must be a lot of those generations of, of yep. sort of relatives because, Jesus Christ, there's a lot of them and they get killed a lot. Yeah. It's lucky um, that they all want to grow up and be the same thing because I just want to grow <laughs> up and be a blacksmith. A farmer. No, get out there and fight monsters. No. <laughs> I know. Um, I like the fact that they've all got different attributes. Obviously, if they're small, they don't have as much health, but they move quicker. Yeah. If they're bigger, they're like more of a tank carriage, so they have more health, but That's they move the a bit problem, slower. Of course. Yeah. Uh, and like I've upgraded, I managed to upgrade my sword, and there is a certain like woohoo when you find a few chests in a room and you get like loads of money. Yeah, oh yeah. And you're like, wow, look at all this cash, because money's hard to come by in this game. You know, you, you know, you hit a chandelier, you get like ten gold. And for those who don't know, like this game, the mechanics of this game are basically like Metroidvania. Yes. Oh yeah. And it's like every time, obviously, the level changes, but you can. You can buy the architect, and then the architect can fix the level if you like the layout of it and stuff. Mm. And I keep getting to the big eyeball boss and get killed in about three seconds, if that. Um, but I'm making progress, and I think that's the reason I'm still playing. See, it. I never made. I don't. I never felt like I was making progress. So I think that might be my problem. I need to go back at some point, maybe. Yeah, I mean, you've got to. I've I've got a bit wiser to taking my time a bit more i think in the like when i first started playing, i was just running in and hoping like i would have no problems killing stuff and and obviously that is not the case and you've got to be a little bit more cautious really so i mean but like sometimes there's some enemies on screen and there's just no way you're going to avoid any of the stuff they're doing yeah you know, they're, they're just there to kick the shit out of you and that and that kind of happens a lot right that really does happen a lot um but i'm enjoying it in some weird sadistic like you know 
well, not sadistic, I guess, but masochistic, I guess. Right. It's more, you know, it's, it's that continual, I don't know, that ten, that sort of loot thing again, isn't it? It's like continually getting that cash to get upgrades so that the next yeah, time... Yeah, and, it, and it's, you know, it's. I think one of the things that I did notice when I was playing it was, okay, the reason I died there was because I zigged when I should have zagged. And then you say to yourself, next time I'm going to zag instead of zigging. And you know yeah. you can do it. Yeah, so it's that and I, I, of like I can one more time through. I can get it next time. Yeah, and then you'll come into a room and it's just spikes on the ceiling, spikes on the floor, and you're like, "How am I supposed to go across that then?" Yeah. Well, you never you know played I mean? Super Meat Boy, apparently. <laughs> no, no, I, I played a little bit of that, but not not to the extent you played it. Not to the extent you played it. But like I said, I I did like it, and I, I, there is a certain sort of wanting to keep playing because. Of that continual upgrading and and that continual, I'll do better next time, and it is that, isn't it? It's like I'm going to do better next time I play it. Yeah, right. And 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 every time you last that little bit longer, you do feel better about yourself. You're like, oh yeah, I did well there. I did well. Um, and and it is, it does piss you off no end when you just like. <laughs> 10 gold short of getting your next upgrade and you've just got to give all that cash away to get back in the castle again. Yeah. And you're like, ah, got to give it away. But I mean, I'm watching whoever's playing this is obviously really, really good at it. <laughs> like me when I play it. Yeah. You know, you watch, you watch these people play. I mean, I've tried also, I've tried to run fast, you know, tried to go quicker and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> tried to go slowly. I mean, you just keep the, trying. That's the other thing is that this is a game where you have to do a number of different things at once. You have to know when to go quickly in the right spots. You have to know when yeah. to slow down in the right spots. And you have to navigate a castle that is never the same twice. That's right. That's right. It's always different. It's I mean, that that all being said, that, oh, here we go. There's a spike room with spikes like everywhere. See, cause, uh, sorry, just to pick up, you know, the games that this is modeled after, Metroid, Castlevania, the whole secret to beating those games was learn the patterns of the rooms. Well, you can't do that here. No. You can't. I mean, you can because you can, like you say, you can lock. You can lock it using the architect, can't yeah, you? So you, you can lock, lock the same room. Yes. Yeah, you're not going to do that very yeah, often. I mean, no, and it costs a lot of money. Yeah. So, so it costs a lot of money to do it. Yeah. But that all being said, it is not my favorite game I've played this week. Oh, yeah. Something else. Oh, yeah. Oh. So, you know, like, Chidi starts a game and then, like, you know, maybe takes a week or so to finish it. Well, I started a game and finished it in one sitting. Oh, my now, that, God. Let's play. That being yes, said. The game that, that Stuart played and finished today. today. Yeah, that all being said, that all being said, the game itself only lasted about three hours. What? So, you know, that's, yeah, that's like me saying, oh, I finished a bird story in one day. <laughs> no, that only took an hour. Bragging. Um, yeah, so it didn't it didn't take terribly long to finish. But my God, I love that game. What game? Uh, that game is Grow Home. OK. You know, we talked about this the other week, Grow Home. Eh, um, about a lot of things. <laughs> we do. It's by it's made by Ubisoft. Uh, and it's Ubisoft Reflections that have made this game. Who that sounds like based, men's fragrance reflections for men. Ubisoft Reflections, uh, who are based in Newcastle. So that's where they're based. Yeah. Uh, I'm playing. I'm playing your playthrough of it. Actually, this is your. Are you? Your wow, that is cool. Uh, wow, I, I already that. knew that you were going to talk about it. Oh, I did, oh my god! Playing the same video I uploaded. Holy shit! Holy shit! Uh, but they, the, the like Ubisoft Reflections made the Driver game, so they made Driver, Driver Two, yeah. uh, Driver San Francisco. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's my dogs right here. Yep. Uh, so they made all the Driver games. So they, you know, 
Uh, but there's no driving in this. Uh, and what's also interesting about uh, these no, particular... No, no, no. Sorry, Stu, hang on a second. I got to let you know, Rich, Big Bad Daddy, is nervous about getting spoilers for this game. He just uh, don't worry. There's no spoilers. There's no real story He's to it. He's got like 20 exclamation points on the chat. So just so you know, there's no spoilers. There's no real story apart from growing home. That's 20. kind Shut of it. Up, Rich. You just got to grow home. There's yeah. no story. I think Rich so don't grow up. <laughs> grow home. Oh, um, oh, burn. Oh, wait, here we go. Uh-huh, you burnt. Yeah, so there's no story. But it's funny. It's whimsical. And it's just a lot of fun to play. And... It has this weird, like, uh, procedurally generated animation, hmm. right, which is interesting. I've never come across this before. And he wore, like, like the robot's called Bud, um, and there seems to be some some discretion, or sort of not discretion, but some discrepancy on what Bud stands for. Now, I've seen it described as uh, botanical utility droid, is what Bud stands for. Uh-huh. Uh, and I've also seen it described as biomechanical utility droid. So I'm not sure which is the right uh, description, but that, that seems to be uh, the case. But he walks. Rich, Rich has been making some comments, and I need to read them out the way he's written them. Uh, why would you play a game with no story? But he basically walks like he's drunk or like a toddler would walk. Sweet. Or a drunk toddler. Yeah, drunk toddler. It's, it's like it, it controls a little bit like Octo Dad, but it's not nearly as sort of unforgiving as that. Yeah. So so there is that about it, and you you know you're quiet. And that, if you if you can see all these structures here, I grew all of those. And what's kind of cool about it is no two people will grow them in the same way. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just the lovely little silly game where you just have to continually grow and you get upgrades and. You, you collect these crystals, and that makes it a bit easier to play. So there's there's tons of little things going on, uh, and it's just a lot of fun. And some of the dialogue's really witty, and it's just cool. It just made me smile a lot. You know, when you play something, it just makes you smile. Yes, it's it's just kind of like that. It's just so it's the, it's the challenge here to hold on. Yes, I mean, don't get me wrong, right? If you've got vertigo, there are some really really high up bits and what i did at the very end of the game when i finally got home as it were uh for the people who were watching on the stream i actually dived out of the out of where i'd got to and it took probably about 15 seconds to get back to the ground that reminds me of the towers i used to build in rust (laughs) yeah 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 so it it took a long long time to hit the floor from diving when when a plant grows do you have control of where it's going or you do you do but it it, again (laughs) the the control of the growing of the plant is a bit wonky it's deliberately hard to do so that you you end up i mean i ended up with some of my plants just like corkscrews you know they (laughs) they were just bent all over the place and i'm not kidding and there's checkpoints, so that makes it a bit easier. But you have to get to the checkpoint and activate it, which are like these drones. And you can see you see the leaf glider there. That's called a leaf glider. That was kind of cool as well and fun to use. Uh, so then once you start getting those little extra add-ons, you can glide from you know stem to stem. And you, it just becomes really natural to do. You know, you, you become really adept at sort of moving around the environment. So why is initially... it hard to hold on? Is it a button hold or is it a... Yes, it is. It's, it, the only controls you use are your left analog stick, uh, left and right trigger, and then I think it's Y button to deploy either a flower, power sh- uh, a flower, a flower uh, parachute or a leaf glider. 
So you kind of you can switch between the two depending on which one you picked up, uh, and that's how you navigate. What do the triggers the do? What do the right? The triggers hold on left and right hand. Oh, okay, there you go. So, so there's your stick. Oh yes, and and sometimes if the the stem is underneath, like the thing, like you see those things that are sticking out from the side with the flowers on top. Yeah. Those are the things that you grow. So you basically, it's very phallic-like, you know, and, and you have to insert it into the glowy rock. So that's kind of the object of the game. Um, and they, they sort of just prod away, you know what I mean? I'm just saying. <laughs> just nice. saying. Uh, but it's great. I can't recommend so you, it And you it's... have to get to a cloud or a thing? or No, a, no. Uh... I, mean, I mean, this is a spoiler because that's okay. the end of the don't, game. Don't say it. Don't say it. It's a spoiler, but it's... <laughs> but you know, it tells you at the beginning what you've got to do. So you know from the very beginning of the game what you've got to do. But I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say. But it it is just great. The physics are great. It looks great. The camera at times is an absolute nightmare. If you're too close to the thing where you are, it goes all weird and spins around and stuff, and it causes no end of trouble. Um, but it's just great. It's just lovely to play. I love it. I love it. I've got the same feeling it, playing this, this. Was this free or is this a paid? No, five, it's only five ninety nine. It is cheap okay. as chips. It's six yeah. quid to buy. And there's been no fanfare. There's been no sort of real publicity about this game coming out. They announced it about two weeks ago and then it's been released. This is definitely a was game though, isn't it? It's weird. Oh, absolutely for sure it is. But, but to be honest I, though, I, I, I know I'm not a massive fan of... Um, uh, Penis in the chat says, "Do we like waffles? Yes, we do." Um, we are. And who who hello, doesn't like waffles? Hello, Time Burglar. Hello, Starfire. You know all these people. Okay, yeah. So I, I'm not a massive fan of the the was games, the weird and shit games, but this one sort of looks pretty cool because it's not like it doesn't seem pretentious in a way. It just seems like a physics based. Um, you see, can you see game. now? You can just see. You can see one that is shaped like a corkscrew. I went completely awry when I was, you know, growing that one. I completely lost because quite often when you're in the sky, unless you can see what you're aiming for, you completely lose your bearings. So yeah. I'm like, and it, it goes all over the bloody place. Oh, there you go. Like, you're growing. You're growing a thing there. Yeah. Does it run out eventually when you grow it? Yes. So it can only go so far, but then new shoots come out of the sides of the one that you're on. So then you have to wander down it and use one of the shoots nearer to the thing you're trying to get to. I see. It's it's just I, I, it it doesn't sound like a lot of fun, but it just is. Like navigating the environment's fun. It's not so funny if you slip off something and fall for miles, and then you have to climb all the way back up again. Oh yeah. And did you do that? Oh yes, con- uh, quite a few times. So you fell. Uh, for- did you fall all the way to the ground or what? Uh, a couple of times. What it, what you do as you're going up though, there are like teleporters that you activate, and they're your checkpoints. Oh, so checkpoints. So as as you activate those checkpoints, then you can sort of it will it will respawn you at the last sort of teleporter you activated. So that's not right. so terrible if you've got some. So you you see a glowing rock, you head for it because you know once you get there, you're going to be at least get to that point if you fall off. Um, and if you obviously fall any distance, you just explode. If he goes in water, he blows up. Uh, there's loads of little secrets and stuff to find on the rocks as well. So that was really cool. There's loads of stuff to explore. So. There is a lot of stuff going on in this tiny little game. Is this so, only available yeah. for the for the PlayStation Four? No, it's just PC. PC only. Oh, is it just this PC. Is... Oh, okay, okay. Is it Steam? It's on the Steam. Duke, could yeah, you do on... some research and and, and Steam? I, have, I don't know. I don't Check know. But, uh, I will look it up. Check but it all up. I can say is, like, if you've got Steam, 
I mean, and I'm guessing you won't need a hell of a lot to run this game. It's not it's not very graphics intensive or anything like that. Although there's a lot of physics stuff going on, so I don't know how much power that'll require. Um, I just, it is not. Uh, 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 but Duke will be able to play this on his super duper PC. Oh snap! Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, I can definitely. It's, it's just a lot best of best game. Best play with a gamepad. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you've got to play with a gamepad. Gamepad now, I guess. I guess you will. Ugh. I guess you will. Uh, but yeah, it's it's just fun. It's just fun. So totally recommend it. Five ninety nine. You can't go wrong, really. You can't go wrong. It put a smile on your face. It did with me anyway. So there you go. And that's kind of it for me. So over to you, Chinny. Um, I forgot that I had to talk. I was sort of chilling. I know. There. Yeah, you, got, you nearly got away with that. I nearly got away with it. I have uh, finished Shadow of Mordor. Oh snap! Oh Jesus! Well done. That's a big game. Yes, yes, it's a it's a large game. I finished it, and um, I was I was I was done with that game when I finished it. I was very much like I want this to end now because I I just feel like the Nemesis system is is what is the best thing about that game. Shadow of Mordor, Stu, is a lot yes. like making love to a beautiful woman for twenty four hours a day, <laughs> seven days a week. Well, is Where, that a bad thing? Is that a bad thing? It's, it seems fantastic. And when you first go in, wow, what an experience. But after a while, you're going to get bored. So sick of this beautiful woman. <laughs> yeah, so sick of You know, <laughs> after a while, you're just going to go, oh, I just want to watch Netflix or something. <laughs> she just keeps wanting and, to have sex with her all the time. I know. Oh, it's, yeah. And, and, Awful. But, but, like, to jump off that analogy, as it were, um, but... It's, it, yeah, there is a point in the game where, you know, you, you invest 15, 20 hours in it and you and you sort of see the system and how it works and you see behind the curtain how the Nemesis system works and it's, it's basically just randomly generating things and that's all fine. It's still pretty engaging. But, like, it, it just really struggles to hold you. And I, I've heard a lot of people play Shadow of Mordor. I've still got Groham on the screen, by the way. Uh, I've, I've heard a lot of people play Shadow of Mordor and say, oh, yeah, it's, it's a great game. I love it. I think it's great. I just need to get back to it and finish it up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, yeah. The, it's got that about it where once it's lost its appeal, I think people put it down. And I don't think that many people have finished it up. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's... It, and that whole problem that I talked about before where I felt like I went from absolutely being rubbish at the game to being amazing at the game too quickly. You know, that there was a, too much of a quick um, transition from being rubbish to, to being great. It's too awesome, so is I wasn't overly massive. And, you know, this whole Game of the Year stuff about it, I can see winning Game of the Year because we didn't have a great year for big AAA titles. You know, a lot of the smaller titles were... We're doing more interesting things. So out of all the AAA games, I suppose this was doing the interesting thing this year. Um, but yeah, you know, it's 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 uh, it's interesting to see where this would go. This whole Nemesis system thing. So, yep. Oh uh, yeah, Shadow I'm, I'm sure that done. we'll have we'll have we'll have games coming out um, in the next year or two that certainly implement think, a similar uh, thing, don't they? That's got to happen. I said I'm sure we'll have games coming out in the next couple of years that will be implementing their own nemesis system or a similar thing to that you know yeah. what i mean yeah i'd say so um i'm just trying to think yeah i've, I've played a bit more worms battlegrounds um that's a that's a long game that's a really long game um but it's it's no it's fun it's worms what, what can you do 
Uh, I played Battlefield Hardline. Uh, I've also played Call of Duty uh, Advanced Warfare multiplayer a little bit. Okay. Um, because my my brother has it, and I was playing it with uh, Jimmy, little Jimmy, who's, uh, oh, who's God, been on the show. Was he owning? Was he killing everybody? Well, it's the thing. I think I was playing with him. I'm realizing that I'm just old now, uh, and, yeah. and realizing that just it it, it just yeah, because he, he was he was you know kicking ass and taking names, and we was doing a sort of like a a life each, and I just I, maybe I haven't played multiplayer games as much, or maybe I um I'm I'm just old, <laughs> and uh, I can't react as quick. Um, but uh, yeah, it's 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 a pretty good multiplayer though. I, I started to get back into it, and um, it's a lot faster. And I, I, this is the difference, I think, where I was playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare, uh, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, and thinking like it, it puts you in the action very quickly. Whereas in Battlefield and Battlefield Hardline, which had just come off, you have to sort of earn the action almost. You have to run to it, find out where it is find a person and they run off and they're in a vehicle and they're like 500 miles away all of a sudden call of duty there's no nonsense with that sort of stuff it's just like bam like around the corner there's going to be something and you have to be ready for it so uh, in that way i can see the appeal of call of duty over battlefield but i know battlefield's just got this sort of grander scale about it which which i think appeals to a lot more people well let me i mean let me ask you this because you said earlier that when you played battlefield you just felt like you were completely so far out of playing those types of games that you didn't feel you could get into that anymore did you did you feel the same with advanced warfare when you played the multiplayer on yeah that? I don't, to be honest yeah i, I feel like I'd, I'd probably get more out of college of advanced warfare because the action's quicker and i can and the game seem to go quicker and it's, it's not not there too much of a diversion what I'm used to, you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, yeah jump in, shoot a few people. Well, but I, it's, I mean, it's tough for me. Call of Duty is they have to make sure that it's not too different every time. Yeah. Yeah, I know the, the yeah. jetpack changes things up. I mean, it definitely feels like Titanfall, you know what I mean? Like with the whole double jump and stuff. And and, it feels like that's and, and what you mean. It definitely feels like Titanfall with the double jump and stuff. And, uh, sorry, Duke, did you say something? Um, no, <laughs> I, just, I think it's. I think it's okay. Nothing, nothing crazy special. But I mean, I mean, they've, Activision have confirmed that Treyarch are doing the next instalment for 2015 already, haven't they? This year. I don't so know. That's, that's, yeah, it's come out as a little bit of news. There were no real details though, just apart from the no, fact they'll, that they'll it's announce it just before E3 or at E3, won't they? They'll say, you know, this is the one. Call of Duty, I don't know, Ant Warfare, where everybody plays an ant. They're running out of ideas. Um, well, apparently they've said this. This is going to feel a lot different to previous Call of Duty games. So they've ah, said. Bollocks. That's what they say. About they say everything. <laughs> we'll see. Is what I think. <laughs> they said that about ghosts. They said, "Oh, you're going to be a ghost. It's, it's a different thing. You've got a dog. You know, it's, it's stupid." Um, but like, you know, I still like the games. I still like Battlefield and, and Call of Duty. I, I just I don't have as much time for them anymore, and I just feel like. Call it, you're never going to copy Call of Duty for Modern Warfare again. I'm never going to experience that again. It's just no. I mean, when 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 it came out, Call of Duty Four, it was just like such a massive thing, wasn't it? And such a change from all the games that like first person shooters had been like before that came out. Yeah, you know, I had it to so much. Battlefield Bad Company Two. Like, I feel like that was a great multiplayer game, and, and I had so much fun on that. Um, yeah. 
But I just, I, I'm just not that gamer anymore. And maybe I will. Maybe, maybe I'll come back to multiplayer at some point. But I just don't feel like at this moment in time that's what I want to be playing. You know, you've just got old, um, Chini. That's what it is, mate. You're just old. I, I don't know if it's just got old. It, it, it might be just a fad. You know, you, you just sort of go through phases. Where I've sort of gone through a phase at the moment where I'm sort of, I, I feel, I felt like I want to play sort of driving game. Um, because yeah, I don't really like driving games, and and I just I like oh, I need to play a driving game because I, all I've been playing is open world games or, or, or like hack and slash games. And I was like I just feel like driving, you know, doing something. And I think I think I just go through phases where I I, I really I really can't be asked with some certain games. But you well, see, the- you see, Battlefield Hardline scratches both of those issues because he's got driving and shooting. What more can it's you? It's not real. It's not real driving though. Is it? No, um, it is a real problem. No, but I, I like crazy, crazy um, uh, driving games, not realistic ones. So I, I was looking at the crew. I was thinking about trying the yeah, crew. Yeah, I mean, look, I, the, the fun I got out of playing the crew, you know, when it was in beta and we played it for a good few hours, Millie and I played loads of it, um, was the fun was that sort of just trying to find landmarks in America, you know, just travelling from city. I mean, we did none of the story at all. It was just like, right, where can we get to? And yeah. we just, like, dro- drove all the way across America. You know, we did these crazy drives from, like, you know, New York to San Francisco and then, you New know, York. San Francisco. New York. Yeah. To Las Vegas yeah. and Las Vegas to wherever, you know. We just sort of drew, drove all over the place, you know, and that, that was where we had fun. You know, Millie just making stupid comments every two seconds. So that was funny. Oh, you said that her comments are stupid. I know. She she was commentating when I was playing Grow Home as well and giving me loads of grief. So that was kind of funny. Yeah, so she, she her on the video stream. Never mind. Oh, she comes on. She comes on. You know, she she talks. <laughs> she talks. Right. I would love to see like a director's commentary, but instead of directors, it's like Millie's commentary on Stu playing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, she does that. She was doing that. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. So that's kind of funny. So yeah, uh, so, yeah I've, I've, I've been playing um, that. Uh, there's also another game that I've uh, bought this week, and um, mainly because of Greg, Greg from the the overseas. Oh, oh yes, I heard about this. I did hear this. So this yeah. game, I've been thinking about buying it for a while. Uh, this and a pool game called Pure Pool, which I still haven't bought yet. Uh, but I, I do like my golf. I like my golf. I play golf in real life, not very well, but I do play it. So I understand, you know, I'm not a massively sporty person, but snooker uh, and, and golf, I feel like I've got locked down. Um, and yeah, so, so I wanted to try the golf club for for the Xbox One, and it's not a cheap game. It's twenty seven pounds sterling, or thirty dollars yeah. uh, if you want to talk in that crazy yank currency. Um, and it's, so you know, it's not a cheap game by any means, but it's 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 meant to be a very good sort of golf simulation, very unforgiving. It's it's going down the realistic path, you know, not the Gordon's path. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 a uh, yeah, it's a true simulation, and it, I think it does a pretty good job because I am awful at putting, which is pretty accurate. Uh, I can't fucking do it, uh, but no, it's 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 good. Uh, I feel like uh, I need to spend a few more. Few more um, hours in it, uh, but you know the the asynchronous gameplay is is what sort of sh- uh, you can see on the screen now for the for the fortuitous Twitch viewers who who, who are dedicated, not like you peasant iPhone de- listeners listen after while you're driving your car. Um, now th- you can see on the on the video that 
you can play asynchronously. So while you're playing, you can see these little squares and dots or whatever just floating yeah. around, and those are your friends. Really and, you know, like, they'll, they'll... like I'm trying to swing, and they're like, these other people are doing their shots. I'm like, stop it. Yeah, but it's. It, I mean, you can turn it off or on it, and and it's 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 just to see where your friend hit it, you know. And that, it's not all live or anything. It's all just. No, I know. I, I, I feel like it would be nice to say, like, okay, just put the dots on the course after each shot, but to have them falling around me while I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to hit the next shot would just be. Well, it's, it's yeah. just to show you how shit you're playing. Right. Yeah. I mean, and I, I mean, I did, have you played Tiger Woods games? How does this compare to the other? You know, the the EA. Uh, yeah, I played Tiger Woods. I think Tiger Woods does a great job in sort of trying to introduce golf games to people. You know, I, you can tell that uh, a Tiger Woods game is for people that like golf but may not love video games. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 like, hey, you like golf and you've got an Xbox but you don't play it that much. Maybe you, you know you play some other games. Try this, and and it really makes it obvious how everything works, and it's very intuitive and uh, and easy to sort of get into, and it, it makes sure that you, you know you can do the analog sort of system where you pull back with the analog stick, or you can do the three click system where you press A A A and and it'll right. do it that way, and it gives yep. you all these guides, and it lets you you know um, create your own golfer in great detail. You can be your, your golfing heroes, and he's got all the commentary. It's very you know the EA traditional route, where it's like you're, you're, you're it's like watching the TV. Right. Whereas uh, I don't think the golf club is, is that's that's not their concern. You know, mm-hmm. you can customize your character, and you do have a commentator who's pretty sarcastic most of the time. Yeah. Um, but it, but in no way is it trying to sort of pretend it's some sort of broadcast. It's right. it's it's pretended to be a game. You know what I mean? It's, it wants yeah. to be a video game. Um, I mean, whereas I, I feel like Tiger Woods. Doesn't. You know, yeah, like I've got Tiger Woods games on the Xbox, and I just look at a game, you know, a golf game, and I'm like, well, I don't I don't know why I would buy a different golf game. Yeah, you know, I don't feel like we need many golf games in our life. You know, it's it's. Yeah. I've always joked that I've only ever bought one snooker game because, yeah. you know, what do I, what do I need another one for? Um, but it's it's a golf game on the Xbox One, and it's it's yeah. done well. And and there are certain things that aren't perfect. Like the UI isn't fantastic, um, but from what I've heard, it's it was worse. So they are improving it. And when I downloaded it, they 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 told me about the new updates and stuff, so it feels like they're not just shitting this one out, hoping that you get along with it, so they can smash out a sequel. They're trying to build a good game here, you know. Uh, even on the video that I'm showing now, it's like version, you know, zero point one or whatever. I don't know what version it's on now, but it feels like they're not just going, oh, here's a game, make some money, we'll make a newer one. It's like this is we want to make this a good platform for a golf game on on the Xbox One. And I like that. I, I feel like that's quite, you know. Uh, I mean, it looks. I mean, it looks nice, you know. And that's yeah, what you want with your golf game. You want it to look nice. You want the environments to be cool, don't? Yeah, you do. I mean, it's, there's not a lot to look out, look at, and, and and you're playing in in lush environments, and and that's the part of playing golf in real life is to, to have a nice sort of day out in the sun and, and yeah. look check out, you know, and have a nice, you know, golf spoils a nice walk, as they say. And, and so yeah, it's just it's nice to have. Decent aesthetics, well, like the, the player models aren't that great. You know, the the the, the people that you play is not very not very varied, um, but the physics are good. You know, it all works pretty well. I've heard that Greg's had a bit of um, trouble with the physics at some points. You know, the ball puts gets put in a, a dodgy spot, and it all 
it'll be very awkward to sort of get it back out again. But you know, it, it, it as a simulation golf game, you know, I'm pretty shit at golf, and I did very shit in my first go, so it can't be far off. Um, uh, and I, I felt like I, if it wasn't for the asynchronous playing as a tournament treatment, I probably wouldn't be that interested but because game of you know g4te and 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 you know all that stuff has, has got a tournament going yeah and you can all yeah, play I together i think that was the big draw for me i wanted to just sort of play with other people and and, and in my own time and 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 see how we got going and, and get a bit more competitive with it um yeah so that that it's pretty good i was, I was just gonna say um you know you're saying it's a nice nice walk and a nice day out golf you know hit a few balls and all that stuff Unless, like you did, and I also did, uh, played golf for the first time on the hottest day of the year. Um, yeah, I have also. I that wasn't that wasn't my first time when I played. For, for the for the listeners that didn't listen to the overseas connection, that were a fantastic guest on there this week. By the you were fantastic. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I I told a story how I uh, played golf on a ridiculously hot day. So you can check out that fantastic story. Over at the overseas connection, but uh, yeah, it's 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 you know it's a golf. I also did this. We went right, and obviously we'd never played golf before, Uh, and this is donkey, obviously donkeys years ago, and um, we set off on this course, and it was it was probably about you know it wasn't crazily hot, but it was probably in the seventies. You know, it was it was a warm day. You know, it was a good warm day, and um, yeah, we got we got kind of about halfway around hadn't taken any drinks with us or anything because we didn't really think about it because we were a bit stupid um, we got halfway mention it yeah and we got yeah we got halfway around this course and i'm not kidding you i could have drunk a well dry i was that hot and sweaty and thirsty right and we were like oh my god we're gonna we're gonna like like die of thirst before we even get back home right and fortunately you know this guy trundled up in a golf cart uh, selling cans of coke, you know, like cold cans of coke from this cool box on the back of his of his golf car, right? And I'm not kidding you, he could have charged us a five or a can, and we would have bought them. We <laughs> we were that thirsty, we were just like, give us a, give us all your drinks. Uh, but yeah, it was horrendous. It really is horrendous when you you manage to do something as stupid as that, really. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah no. So the golf club for the Xbox One is a, a decent golf game. Uh, if you like me and you, you you're into your golf and you like your golf games. Um, it's a lot of money to part with. I don't know if I think thirty quid it, it, or twenty-seven pounds sterling is a bit steep. Um, and I, I haven't, I've certainly haven't got my money money's worth yet. You know what I mean? Because I've only had one round. Um, but it's it, it's all there. You know, I, I was I didn't buy it and go, oh my god, I'm not getting on with this. I, I bought it and go. I just thought I suck at this. Uh, not it's not the game's fault. It's it's my fault. Um, it's funny because it's good. It's me think I want to play a golf game on Steam now, but you know it's forty dollars and there's another game in early access called perfect golf and i'm like well maybe i should just get that i think i think interestingly the this game has never really been on sale either you know on because this this came out on steam quite a while before it came to the xbox one so this had already been on the pc for quite a while um but i've never ever seen it in a steam sale i've never seen them reduce the price of it yeah you know, so it's never it's never been tempting. I've looked at it a few times myself and thought, yeah, this looks kind of cool, but it's never ever been reduced in price, so I've never gone for it as a result. So yeah, 
There you cool. go. Well, there uh, you go. Is um, that? I, I think that's it for me. Yeah, I, 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 like I said, I'll, I'll probably be dipping into the crew or uh, Ask Creed Unity, which um, I've been borrowed from a friend of mine. Uh, uh, I might be, I'll be playing that next week. But that, that's it for me this week. Well, in that case. Good evening and welcome to the middle of the film. I was, I was going to say, in that case, it's time for some news. So let's do it. Putting news first. That's so, me, Jimmy, what is, yeah, what is going on in the news? Yeah, go ahead, know, you massively infected penis. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, in, the, in the Google Doc, like, uh, he changed a few things. Um, oh, Yes, there's some new details about the the new Tomb Raider game. Shall I read out these? Let's, uh, yeah, let's let's at, hear it. Yeah, have a look at these. So, uh, new Rise of the Tomb Raider, Planet of the Apes, whatever game. Uh, this is via uh, computer and video games. Um, Lara Croft heads to Siberia on a hunt for the secrets of immortality, uh, according to magazine Crystal Dynamics sequel to its 2013 Tomb Raider reboot sends the now, quote, capable adventure seeker, Lara Croft, to a frozen wilds of Siberia uh, uh, on a hunt for the lost secrets of immortality. Lara will have to hunt and craft new survival gear in order to make a large, uh, take on larger puzzle tombs and a deadly new enemy, a secret society that has been lying in the shadows since the last game. Uh, it adds, Eurogamer has gathered further details from Game Informer's 12-page cover feature, which is now available to blah, 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 blah. Uh, Cyber is one of... Siberia is one of at least two different locations featured in the game. Uh, deserts and forests have reportedly, reportedly been teased to. You heard it here, fifth. Re- deserts and forests, people. Um, amazing. Uh, meanwhile, crafting and hunting will play a bigger roles in the sequel. Lara will be uh, will need to scavenge for metals, materials, uh, plants and animal skins to build weapons, traps and healing items, while creature AI has been improved. I think they may play cards or something. Um, so are you excited for the, uh, for the latest Tomb Raider there, Stuart? Well, I would be about an Xbox One, I guess. But zing, uh, that leads to Xbox Phil Spencer. Uh, uh, this will launch, by the way, on the Xbox One and still the Xbox 360. I think this is sort of basically so Xbox can tick a box saying, yeah, we continue to support the 360. Um, Xbox boss Phil Spencer later said uh, that the deal, remember they have a deal. Uh, they have a deal. Uh, uh, a duration, whether that means um, uh, it's a one-game agreement, or if Rise of the Tomb Raider is merely a timed ex- Xbox exclusive, which is we something don't know. we don't know the details of this deal. Continues yeah. to be debated, so I, I it's think it's going to be a timed deal. But we'll find out, I guess, at some point yeah, in time. I, yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be a timed, but whatever. I'm not really. Well, there's, I mean, they've given the um, the 360 version to a different developer that's been done by Nixie's software, isn't it? So they're they're doing the development of the 360 version, which is cool because obviously then, you know, the Crystal Dynamics is is purely in effect uh, an Xbox One exclusive from them. You know, they're just doing that that only on that console, so it should be optimized yeah. within an inch of its. Good luck with that Nexus software. Like, how do yeah. we get this guy on this console? The hair takes up half the memory. 
I mean, the only thing I was going to say is, obviously, we know that Shadow of Mordor on the 360 and PS3 was kind of a gimped version of the game. Uh, I can only imagine that the 360 version of this will, will also be the same. I, I would imagine that it's not going to look anywhere near as good as the, as the Xbox One version. And possibly they'll have to change some of the stuff within the game to make it sort of fit yeah, on a 360. So I don't know. We'll have to uh, we'll have to see if they can actually do anything worth doing with it. Uh, but I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced it's going to be great. And and I get that there's people still out there with 360s. I don't know whether at some point we're getting to a point where they've got to stop wasting time developing for the 360 and the PS3 because you know we want we want developers to be like wholly focused on the on the think, current generation. Is it putting it out? Yeah. What? Is, is it putting you out, Stu, that they're developing still for the 360? No, it's not putting me out, but I, I, I see it as a, a sort of wasted resources. Mm-hmm. Because I feel that now, you know, rather than them doing this, they should be doing some new IP of their own, even if it's just a little downloadable well, game. Yeah, I hear you. I know where you're coming from, and I, in a way I agree, but in another way I feel like, you know, there's people who can't afford to get a new console, and I, I don't think they should, you know, as soon as the new thing comes out, suddenly, boom, that's it, no new games. Well, it's not. It's been out for over a year now. Well, I'm you know, we're, yeah, that's, we're, that's... we're moving towards eighteen months. You know, of, of sort of the new consoles being available. I, as someone who doesn't have a next gen console yet, uh, I feel like I'm, I appreciate the fact that they're still making some games available for us. Look, we can't help that you're a, you're a PC elitist now, and you're not bothered about getting a next gen well, console. I'm saying though, before I bought this PC, like I had to, you know, I couldn't afford a new. System. You didn't, right? But let me ask you another question. How many new games for your 360 have you bought in the last six months? Well, none, because I was told... Well, there you go! I was told not to, because they're all being developed for the... You know, the Nemesis system doesn't exist, and, oh, Dragon Age and Kukui isn't nearly as good on the 360, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They should make them available. Yeah, but then if they're not as good, or they've got frame rate issues, or they have to cut some of the content out to make it available on those consoles, is it as worthwhile being on there? All I'm saying is, I ho- I want developers to keep in mind that not all of us can afford to upgrade as soon as they do. It's like when they make games for people with enormous TVs. Like, as soon as bigger TVs started becoming the norm, developers made the text in their games really tiny. Because if you have a huge TV, it comes out to a normal size. But if I have a normal-sized human TV that's like, you know, 25 inches or whatever, then they're like, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm shit out of luck because there's no teeny tiny, you know, there's no way to read that little tiny writing. Now, my, my understanding was at the time it was less about that and more about that they were made for HD TVs well, rather than large TVs. That's the other thing. I mean, you know, yeah. they assume that everyone is upgrading to HD, and it's like, dude, some of us still have cathode ray. Even when I yeah, played, was, you know, I, I played Call of Duty Advanced Warfare on the 360, the 360 yeah, copy, yeah. and I was struggling to read the writing there because I think they were sort of catering for higher resolution or something. It was You could definitely yeah. tell that there was something squiffy going on, as you would say. So it's squiffy. And what, was the writing a bit tiddly? It was a bit tiddly, yeah. <laughs> I imagine it was. Um, okay. Uh, right, we've got time right for two more main news stories, and then we'll have to do some super fast news. So we've got two more stories. Yeah, you can no do problem. Okay, so as we as we all are on tender hooks about this sort of stuff, it's just a, the most exciting stuff in the world. Xbox One February system update has been released uh, and intru- introduces a game hubs, more tile transparency, 
and new TV features. Yes, hold on to your seats, kids. We're in for a ride. Oh. Uh, new empty. Uh, new features include game hubs, uh, blah, 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 uh, plus a number of live TV updates that no one's going to use. A summary of the features is now published, blah, 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 blah. Okay, okay, let's move on. Uh, February update. <laughs> Controller improvements. We're excited to improve the stability and speed of the Xbox One controller. Uh, game hubs. I, bet, I, think, I mean, I was just going to say, I think it is kind of cool that they can actually update the firmware on the controller to make it better. That is kind of a cool feature. I guess so you know what i mean if they think oh we need more responsiveness of the buttons and we can do that via a, an update no, that's, that's an interesting cool. approach i'm curious to see yeah. how well it pays off and how well it yeah works. i just i just like don't want to do anything though you know cl- plug your <laughs> cable in oh uh, okay <laughs> game hubs uh, these so are the goat I know. <laughs> These are the go-to centers for interesting content, tips and tricks for your favorite titles. Every Xbox One game will have a game hub where... No, I didn't say gay. I said game. Uh, a game <laughs> hub uh, where you can see uh, which friends are playing the game, uh, compete with your friends in game leaderboards, dive into the coolest game clips and game broadcasts, and follow the game's top broadcasters and clip creators. So this sounds like something that, you know, it, it sounds like Microsoft are sort of trying to get onto the next, you know, they did the achievements things like, let's try and let's try and up this. And I feel like this is pretty much like a, a nice, cool feature. In reality, it might not work. Remember the beacon feature that the 360 introduced yeah. where it announced when people want to play something it didn't right. work in practice but it was no. a good idea you know good. and I, I continue to, to support you know i know i know we all hate microsoft and sony and everyone uh but uh, i hate know, everyone I, I do Valve now i have to yeah exactly yeah yeah all hail gabe um That's just, i realize <laughs> sorry uh i'm gonna have to start whinging about how great games look yeah, quite that's what, well. If you do on a PC, if I can't play with people I know, which I won't be able to because no one's playing Battlefield Hardline on the PC, I'm gonna all I can do is be like, well, and I'm not playing with my friends, but it looks so much better. I mean, I, as we all know, Microsoft are, are Satan or whatever people say. Um, I, I, I do support this sort of at least they give things a try i i feel like this is this could be cool but it could be something that i never ever bother with and to be honest a lot of this broadcasting stuff that we that i tend to do isn't really a massive interest to tons of people but i suppose it doesn't have to be you know they only have to get like a small percentage into it and you know it's a sort of success i guess i guess uh party chat updates is another upcoming feature on the on the new update um we've made several changes to the party chat in recent weeks i.e making it work uh, uh including <laughs> chat connection status uh, improved connectivity between multiple participants with strict or moderate nats and oh there's my phone uh, and game and party invaders uh, sorry, invaders. invaders? I, got, I got thrown <laughs> off because I was switching my thing off. Invaders. Hey, mom. Invaders. Yeah, that, mom. Invading your chat. <laughs> let's let's try that again. Uh, <laughs> particip- multiple participants with strict or moderate uh, nats, uh, game and party invitations, and a number of other performance improvements. Just just get it working please microsoft that would be lovely thank you very much for that um custom backgrounds and tile transparency we've added tile transparency to the home titles to make your background images more visible 
Thank you. Uh, TV updates, uh, a number of updates to the live TV experience are available today, and the only people that use them are Microsoft staff, so good for them. Ta-da! And Greg right, Delighty, Greg more, Delighty, I think. One more piece of news, and then it's got to be super fast news. So one more. I'll piece, let you so. pick the last one. Uh, okay, oh, jeez, I feel, I feel I'll like... Let me have a look then. Um, um, uh, I'll let Duke pick, but he doesn't give okay. a shit. If... I will oh, pick. Here we go. I'm picking right now. I'll pick that one. Hello. Uh, well, whilst he's picking, uh, Neo Lee. I have. I've picked. I've picked. I've. Uh, I've Neo, I was just going to say, Neo Lee in the chat. Neo... Jesus Christ. <laughs> Neo Lee in the chat said, um, <laughs> "Sony Online Entertainment are no longer." A, a owned company from Sony now. They, they are, they're independent no, and they're no. changing their name and brand. But I, I don't really get excited about any of their titles. I know they did DC just, Universe Online. They're all MMOs. It's all MMOs. In it. I don't. I, there's not. I mean, I'm sure there's an audience for them. Is it, Planet Scape is not one of theirs. I don't know. I don't, it's yeah, not really. I think it's, it's not Planet really Side. Thing. Is it not Planet Side? Planet Side. I don't. I, I know people are screaming, going, "Oh my god, it's got 500 billion people playing it! Why the Why on a planet today?" DC Universe Online. Each one. Yeah, you want to play stupid games? No one's playing Halo Wars now today. You stupid idiot. I like that person. We should. Um. Yeah, we should have him on all the time. He's great. Is is the cynical Simon? Okay. Are we ready? Have you picked one? I have picked one already. Tell me what it is. Oh, sorry. I've just highlighted. I've clicked on it in the ch- in the. It's the Dragon so Age one. Yes, it is the Dragon Age. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay, okay. In whatever voice you like, go for it. Okay, Bioware has played down suggestions that fantasy role-playing Dragon Age and Quagagog will share a template with the upcoming Mass Effect Four. Responding via a post on NeoGaffs. He says, "I have not a clue what." Yeah, Bioware has played down suggestions that the fantasy role player Dragon Age and Quigwig uh, will share a template with the upcoming Mass Effect 4. Responding via a post on NeoGAF, that popular where, site where no one argues, Bioware executive um, Aaron, Aaron Flynn, uh, I don't know. Um, Aaron ex- Flynn, yeah. Aaron Flynn explained that while there are, were similarities in development between the two games, the next, ma- the next Mass Effect would feel like its own unique experience. This is a quote from him. I've seen uh, a few thoughts like this recently <laughs> and, uh, and thought I'd weigh in as much as I can right now, Flynn wrote. I have a good idea where it's coming from. Thanks, Flynn. That quote meant nothing. Do you want to say something relevant? All of our games uh, are using the Frostbite engine now. Uh, we've said the next Mass Effect um, uh, will use some of the technologies... Uh, from uh, DAI, uh, we've been enjoying building larger areas that can explore less friction. Uh, that, that that will be there as well. Do you after know, the kettle you know had what? boiled, after the kettle had boiled, do you know boiled, what? Though you know, uh, I'm just going to say, do you know what? He's saying all of our games are using Frostbite now, so that's the reason people think it'd be similar. But that's like saying every Unreal game. Will be the same yeah. in that case, <laughs> just because he's you know, using so Unreal Engine, a, it'll be the same. There was a period in the late aughties, you know, the two thousand and eights and all that sort, where most Unreal games were the same. Uh, Similar, so third-person action on. games, I guess. I guess, but um, 
he also goes on to say, take the Mako, uh, something we've already shown in Prototype 4. Oh, God, he's not bringing that shit back, are they? It's, it's a mar- the, the Mako is the Marmite of vehicles. Uh, everybody either loves <laughs> it or hates it. Ugh. No, everyone uh, hates it. What are you talking about? I, I liked it. So I was no, you um, did not. No one liked those levels. Don't tell me what I did and didn't. I'm just telling you, man. You the only didn't reason like they it. weren't good is because there was nothing to explore. If there had been stuff Exactly. Yeah, but that doesn't make it a bad level. Ugh. And if they bring it back, maybe they'll do it right this time. Uh, okay, take the mic. Something that we've already Jelly shown. In... <laughs> so, so, you carry on. Uh, uh, something we've already shown in prototype form. Fling continued. Um, we had that in Mass Effect One, and we're bringing it back. Um, is uh, and bringing it back is more related to a feeling uh, that we could do much better than we did before. Oh, bloody damn, sure they could do much better. I'm Jesus sorry, Stu. Do you mind shutting the fuck up, right? Uh, and <laughs> no, this is stupid complaints them. about one element of a game from ten years ago in time. Epic, oh, Epic, Epic, Scotsman, Epic Scotsman in the chat says he loves the maker. So He's screw a you. liar. Everyone who says he's a liar. And he likes stupid games like you do, like the Elite and all that sort of stuff. So you can't I love, I love Epic <laughs> Scotsman. But he's wrong about that Mako. Sorry. Okay. Um, yeah, they're basically saying they they think they can make it better about the about the Mako. I'm sure they can. No, I, I think what's kind of cool is you know the the fact people think it's going to be based on Dragon Age is just ridiculous in the first place because they're completely different games. One's like science fiction with guns. No, and but I person- think no. What, what people are saying is is, is the structure of Inquigagoog will be similar to Mass Effect, and that's what they're saying. No, the structure of because the, the, that was the big problem, wasn't it? Where Dragon Age Two was massively influenced by Mass Effect, and everybody hated it for it. And what a formula that worked in Mass Effect didn't really work in Dragon Age. It, it also had something to do with the fact that they, they turned around Dragon Age 2 very quickly and rushed it at the door. But I, I feel like what, what they're getting at is, don't worry, Mass Effect and Dragon Age, is sort of, we treat them separately because they learnt their lesson with Dragon Age 2. Yeah, I am hoping, though, one of the things I really always wanted in a Mass Effect game, I always felt that the levels themselves were quite constricted. It was like playing a third-person action game. And... Yeah. I would love for it to be more open, to have much bigger areas to explore. I think the, fir- and, I think the first stuff. Mass Effect, I think the first Mass Effect was getting at that. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel like out of all of the, out of all three of them, the first one was trying to achieve that more. Um, but because it's hard to fill those worlds up, they went back a bit. But well, I mean, they had that. I mean, in Mass Effect Three, they had that weird side mission mechanic, didn't they? Where you just passed someone and got a side mission. Yeah, like <laughs> you, somebody would just, you just walk past somebody and say, "God, I really miss this statue." And there's always like it pops in your quest log. Like, I don't fuck off. I'm not doing that. <laughs> it did, and then you had to try and remember where the hell you passed that person on the space station yeah. so you could go and complete the quest. And, and like, was, like, if I if I was just talking to a friend when I was like, "God, I hope I." I hope somebody finds that CD that I lost. And then they come up to me and travelled half the way around the Milky Way <laughs> to pick up the CD and give it back to me. It's like, all right, I don't want your fucking number, you freak. Um, whilst, whilst there was a giant galactic war going yeah. on that you just ignored for excuse a while. Me, excuse me, Shepard. Shouldn't you be, like, saving everything right now rather than worrying about this stupid piece of floss that I lost on planet with Zuggadoink? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I think I think that that could definitely be improved. Stuff like that, you know. And I, I've kind of like I mean, like, Mass Effect. The Mass Effect games were still great. Like I still love them, but uh, they're, they're, they're not without their I flaws. Think, 
I think what Dragon Age did particularly well was to make quite a few interesting side quests, you know, because a, a lot of, like you say, a lot of the Mass Effect ones would just go and pick up a vase or go and pick up this mineral or whatever for somebody. Uh, whereas mm. I think Dragon Age actually made it interesting to do your side quests and, you know, you felt in Mass Effect it was kind of a chore, you know, to get your... your war readiness up because you had to do a similar thing in that than you did in dragon age where you had to get you know your power points and stuff uh but i've i felt it was less of a chore in dragon age because what you were doing was more interesting than what you did in mass effect to do the same kind there's, of there's, thing so there is some love for the mako somebody somebody uh hond hondino said that the mako was terrible but it could be good uh toxic yeah. shock said that the mako was fine shut up Stu, you freak you didn't say that bit um, <laughs> it's just better than a, a fetch quest Anyway, so, you know, I, I feel like, yeah, Mass Effect, out of all of the Mass Effects, Mass Effect 1 was one where they was trying to do something different, and they realized that being different is hard. Uh, so they went back to sort of like the, the more um, comfortable. Traditional. Sort of Traditional. Yeah. And they did uh, get improve on the vehicles, I think, in 3. Um, but whatever, we've got mega fast news now. Shall we, shall we go through this? I was just going to say, just final, one final last thing I've got to say, though. Whatever, I am massively excited for a new Mass Effect game. You know, I I can't wait to play a new Mass Effect game. Oh, no, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm sort of, I'm I'm indifferent. I don't know about you, Duke, but I'm sort of on the fence. Um, I, thanks, Duke. I, uh, I, uh, hey, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I I, I haven't played it in Quiggy Wig. I can't say anything. No, I, but Mass Effect. You, I haven't, I haven't played in Quiggy Wig. But you can be excited for new Mass Effect. I know. Here's the thing. It depends on how it's done. Like, they have a big ball to pick up that they dropped at the end of Mass Effect 3, and they could pull it off. BioWare does great things sometimes. We're just going to have to wait. Jesus Christ. You're not still crying about the ending of Mass Effect 3, yeah. are you? Ugh. Just get over it already. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I, I, anyway, I, I was driving the other day, and I, I was driving the other day, and I thought about the end of Mass Effect Three. Did you? Just how, no, but just just how how controversial it was. Remember all that? Like, just oh, how yeah. Mad. I don't think ever again in history will a, a game developer change the ending of a game through an update oh, to make people mad. happier. Anyway, <laughs> um, mega quick anyway. news. Are we ready for this? We are. Okay, mega quick news. Hearthstone and Destiny pull in $850 million revenue for Activision. That means Activision will be doing okay. Don't worry about them. GTA uh, 5 ships over 45 million copies. Um, I don't know where they ship them to, but I hope they get there soon. Uh, <laughs> other news. Uh, 6.4 million PlayStation 4s sold in the last quarter. Fantastic. That's pretty impressive and, stuff pretty impressive that's pretty good that's pretty good um and also 20 million matches was played in halo 5 multiplayer beta that's over 160 uh, million people calling other mothers uh gay that's what you're doing <laughs> now right it's, it's true yeah. it's true yeah <laughs> and there you go that's your that's your movie queen. that's it um Duke, though, there, there is there is one specific piece of news specifically for you oh my goodness there is. Uh, and, and you've mentioned this before as a problem in your classes at school, so I picked this out because I thought, oh, yeah, that, crack. that could be useful. Crack. No, it's not crack, but I thought it could be useful for you, Duke. And it's basically an iPhone app, okay, that monitors how long students don't unlock the phone for. Or, yeah, don't unlock the phone, so they don't, like, unlock it. And what, what, one, what two universities are doing are 
installing this app on all the students' phones in the class, okay, and then the teacher has an overview of who unlocks the phone for the most during the class and who unlocks their phone the least uh, gets points, and then points mean prizes. So they get prizes at the end of every week for sort of not using the phone in class. That's called external motivation, and it kills intrinsic motivation. I want kids to do it because it's the right thing, not because they want to get some points. Yeah, yeah, but kids never do that anyway. Well, that's how humans work. To lead them into the light. I'm just kidding. Okay. I mean, look, I do want people to do it for the right reasons, but I don't understand. So it's like four square in reverse. Like you check in at the start of class, put your phone yep. away, and then. Yep. But everyone has to register with. They have to have this app on their phone. They do, and they have to register. But once they're all registered, do that. The students who have well, apparently these phone kids phone are doing it because. They're giving them quite good prizes, you know, for sort of Look, using their okay, phone the least. Fine, I can actually answer this now. At our school, every school, every school has some form of like bribery for kids who behave, and the kids who are going to do well, and the kids who are going to do the right thing, that the bribery doesn't do anything because they don't generally get it. Students who get that bribe, you know, like it'll be, you know, like. Oh, positive points or whatever. Like a little slip of paper that's like, this is positive. Good job. And most teachers give it to the student who usually comes in late. But then on the day they come in on time, you go, hey, here's positive points. Good job. And every other student goes, motherfucker, I come here on time every day and I don't get no positive points. Why does Timmy get some just because he's usually late? Yeah, I guess. There's always negatives. I mean, look, I think it's fine, and if it works, great. I just don't think it would work for my classes. Yeah. In the the UK, incidentally, by the way, they're confiscating uh, all the watches off people in colleges and universities going into exams. Oh. Because they're worried about smartwatches and storing revision information on them and all that. (laughs) I mean, this is going to get deep once you got contact lenses and microchips, as I've said. No, this isn't Google Glass. These are my real glasses, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that that's happening as well. You see, all this technology, it all leads somewhere, doesn't it? Yeah. It all leads somewhere. Uh, well, that's it for news and shit, but we have got some emails, so let's do that. Uh, Whoa, that ruled. Now, weirdly, uh, our first emailer is somebody who's in the chat at the moment as we're recording. So that's kind of funny. Uh, And that person would be Big Bad Daddy. So there you go. And he says this. Now, I think you might have a thing or two to say about this, Duke. Uh Uh-oh. Because you're kind of the most, uh, got the most integrity on the podcast. God help us all. I know. Uh, and he says, he said, emulators. He said, evening, gents. Hope you're having a great show. I don't know. You tell us. We don't know. We don't know. We feel like we are. We but think who it's knows? good, but, you know. We, we always think it's good, though, so that doesn't tell us anything. We'll make crap. Um, think their stuff's good. Yeah, it could just be shit. Uh, he says, what are your thoughts on emulators and ROMs? Do you think they're right or wrong to use? Well... They're generally wrong because the stuff that you're using – I mean, let's make it clear. There are some publicly available ROMs out there. There are some that are in the public domain. 
Um, but most of the emulators and ROMs that people, most of the emulators are free to use, but most of the ROMs that people use, and for those who don't know, an emulator is a way of running, for instance, the Nintendo Entertainment System on your Windows PC. Okay, so you get a piece of software, and then you have to go and find the ROMs. If you have the game itself, then you can use, I mean, there's ways, I think, to like use those in the ROM emulator. I don't really know how that works. But anyway, the point is, most of the time when people use emulators, they go online and they illegally download the ROMs for the games they want to play. So if you want to play Donkey Kong, you have to illegally download the ROM for the Donkey Kong, and then you can play it on your computer with the emulator. Okay. So the, the, the reason they're wrong is because they're illegal, and that's not okay. And, you know, the point that Nintendo would make is they spend a lot of money and they own the intellectual property. They spend a lot of money and time creating Donkey Kong. They own the intellectual property Donkey Kong and you should pay to play it because they still own that intellectual property. Now, the next thing I will say is it's completely bogus that the copyright law in the United States and in many places else in the world goes on for so long. In other words, I think it would be awesome if every if, if after 20 years the copyright or patent or whatever on a computer IP would expire or 30 years or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like a certain amount of time should, you know, companies can make money off that game and they can do it. And then after a certain amount of time, boom, it's free and available to everyone. You see, it's interesting really because prior to, for instance, a good example has come out recently, uh, which is Grim Fandango. Yeah. Well, Previous to that, you know, to run that game was the only way of doing it was to to sort of get an emulator and a ROM because it, it didn't run on any sort of Windows PC. I think after Windows 95, effectively, right. you know, it, it sort of ran very badly and it was very difficult to get loaded and to, to work and stuff. Yeah. And the only way you could play that game was was by doing that, you know, was by getting... And, and there's a, there are a lot of old, especially the older games. Right, ColecoVision uh, or Atari 2600 or whatever. Yeah, that that there, there's no longer a system available for that, or a way of buying it in a legal way. Yeah, do you know? So what what what, what I mean, what there's kind of a bit of a gray area, isn't there? Because if it isn't freely available right. to buy, and again, how do you play that's it? Why the, there's a real important case to be made for you know expiring copyrights because you know the original nature of the patent formula when it was originally created in U.S. copyright law. You know, the idea was that after 20 years or so, your copyright would expire, your patent would expire, and then that stuff, after, you've had time to profit off it for a while, a few decades. After that, it should be available to everyone so that creativity and, you know, the public can generally benefit. But we've become twisted as a society in the United States, and I assume it's true in the UK, into, yeah, yeah. you know, the companies that make this stuff just want to profit off of them forever. And that's kind of a skewed way of looking at intellectual property, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, the only other thing, the only other thing is, I, I think the reason he's asked this very question is because I believe he has just got a Raspberry Pi two. Oh. And what they've also announced with Raspberry Pi two is that they're going to make it uh, be able to run Windows ten. Oh my god! So it's, I know. So it's no longer strictly stuck to a linux operating system so you'll be able to you know put a windows 10 operating system on a raspberry pi which is very cool i've got to say yeah but um, the whole point of a raspberry pi was that it was simple and stripped down but windows 10 is not any of those things 
Well, I believe that the, they're actually making a Raspberry Pi specific version of Windows for it. Okay. So it's it's kind of a stripped down version of Windows to run on it, but you know that will make it far more effective as a as a media streamer and, and other stuff that you you can do with Windows PC and linking everything together. Um, yep. you know, even doing the sort of Steam streaming thing will be a lot more you know effective via via that so that's that's kind of cool in that respect but you know a lot of people use raspberry pis to make game emulators that's what they use them as you know what i mean so they've got like a games emulator in the living room so i imagine that's what big da- big bad daddy may be up to with his with his raspberry pi too who knows who knows and maybe you can confirm or deny that in the chat uh so that's uh so that's that. he then says which you've kind of answered anyway he says, if right, is there a period of time that passes in your mind that means it is no longer like pirated or copyrightable? Well, in terms of the law, no. And therefore, in no. terms of my public morality, no. No, there you go then. <laughs> there you go. Uh, there being public. So, so big bad daddy, don't do it, yeah, exactly. is, is what Duke How could said. you even think of doing that? Hey, man, yeah. trade some ROMs later on, let me know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. If you oh, want to know auto. some good weapons. No, I have like ten years old. Where fuck it, oh, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you if you want to know some good sites to go to, just give me a shout. No, I'm just kidding, really. Uh, oh, right, no. okay. Uh, yeah. uh, so the next one is off Derek Sainz, and he says, "Who's on third base?" Not who, uh, but what? What? Well, what? Uh, he says, "Dear veteran gamers," that's kind of polite, isn't it? Dear veteran, dear gamers. veteran gamers. I know. I feel like I should should read the email like that. Uh, dear veteran gamers. Uh, I was talking with a friend yesterday about the merits or not of the new Doctor Who, Peter Capaldi. Uh, we decided he was probably somewhere in the middle of all the actors who have played the Doctor with a chance to rise up their ranks after another series or two. Well, actually, I really like him as the Doctor. I think he's a very good Doctor. I like the fact that he's a bit mean, because most Doctors have been just a, kind of... can't be funny. any worse than my real Doctor. He's awful. <laughs> yeah, I want to see. Uh, I like. There was drink blood out of my neck. Don't you see Doctor Acula? Anyway, he does carry on. He does carry on. Uh, what has this to do with video games? You ask. Well, my friend remarked that they now had enough doctors to make a football team, and a brainwave suddenly struck me. Imagine a game called Fantasy Soccer, where instead of the usual teams and strips, you had the whole team of Doctor Who's in their traditional TV gear. Versus a team of Doctor Who villains. Even people not usually interested in sports games may be interested. And why not stop at one sport when you could have fancy baseball, basketball, American football, etc. Also, imagine the almost endless possibilities of licensing, say, a Star Wars Galaxy Rangers team against a Harry Potter Wizard Academy team or an American football team between the DC superhero powerhouses and the Marvel All-Stars. Oh, there are thousands of possible characters from film and TV. Uh, With the current processing power of consoles and PCs, there would be no reason um, that why each character shouldn't be a spot-on likeness. There could be endless DLC packs where you could pick and choose popular characters from your own super mega ultra team. Uh, Then a second brainwave hit me. What if they bought out a machine that you could scan your own face onto a generic team member? Imagine seeing yourself playing alongside Darth Vader and Mr. Spock. Yes, I know the licensing issues would be a nightmare, but am I the only person who thinks that this idea has possibilities? 
I guess the idea could be extended beyond just sports games, and there are also VR headset angles to consider. Have any modders attempted this sort of thing already for PC? If so, I haven't heard of it. Well, it might all just be a flight of fancy on my part, but here's hoping. Cheers. So, Chinny. So imagine, right, imagine that you are the typical FIFA player, right? FIFA. Yeah. All right, let me get yeah, it. See? Let me get into character. So, so get into you character. Are. Yeah. You you what, mate? You fuck. You wanna you, you wanna fuck? You wanna fight about it? Dickhead. Okay. I mean. Okay. Okay. So then I say to you, look, you know, you like FIFA, but what if, what if you yeah. could play as all the doctors from Doctor Who as your team? Gain it. <laughs> okay, okay. What about Star Wars characters? Well, oh, stupid, isn't it? Star Trek. Stairs for nerds. <laughs> so there you go. I don't know. I don't know whether that's a comment on whether it's a good thing or not. I don't know. But that's that's what we think. think the typical think what, FIFA what, player. What, what he's getting at though, <laughs> I think what Derek's getting at is um, it's. It's not for a typical FIFA player. He didn't say that. It's for people that don't play sports. Games. I know, but is. but if unless you made unless you made the, you see, I can see it working, right? I can see it working, right? Because for instance, right, instead of having your normal football, right, like Darth Vader just gets his lightsaber out and chops the goalie's head off. Do you know what I mean? You could have crazy shit going down on the field. The game would be very short if that was the case. <laughs> It would, but it would just turn into a bloodbath. It would be cool though if they each had their own well, little no, powers. That work with Jedi's special moves. Why don't everybody just be using the Force? You'd just yeah, be exactly. like eleven people on each side right. sitting down and just using the, the way, Force. They made an, uh, a combat basketball game back in the day called Arch Rivals, which is all about punching the other person on the team, and it was kind of cute. But by the way, speaking of who's on first, that brings us to this classic moment from Thirty Rock, thirty seconds. And we hear you're a Yankees fan, Tracy. Aren't you a coach for the Yankees? You must know all the players. Oh sure. Those players have some crazy names, like Derek and Alex. Who's on first? Oh, we're going to get confused. The guy who plays first is who? No, thank you. I mean the fellow's name. Everybody. The guy on first. His wife's name is Don't. What's the guy's name on first base? No, what? Dad in Vietnam. I'm not asking you who's on second. Let's just agree to disagree. Fourth base! <laughs> Brilliant. Classic. Uh, so there you go. So thank you for the email. Uh, I think it would be it could it could have a possibility, but I don't. I think it still wouldn't attract non-sports playing players, if that makes any kind of sense. Do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I agree well, with you. There's, there's Mar- Mario Super Strike, wasn't that a thing? Like there was no Mario. I think you're Football probably right. Thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I think that, there has been. I think that influenced some Nintendo players because it was Mario in it. Like some some Nintendo players playing football game but you know I, I feel like maybe like a one-off or maybe a few people would jump on it but as a franchise I don't think it's got much legs it's a lot of I mean, work yeah, I mean let's or, let's be honest here we're all nerds aren't we you know all video game players are nerds speak for yourself yeah whatever and you know playing you know if you did if you were a big FIFA player you know there's no reason you might not buy a DLC pack where you can play as Star Wars characters or you know it depends if they're into it, it that's all it is yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think there's there's possibly some legs in it. I don't know. Uh, so thank you very much for that. And we have right just before we do shout outs and shit and get the hell out of here, we have got uh, another iTunes reviews. Yo, We've been yo, doing really well. Yo, 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 yo. 
Yo, yo, you want them I I I to refuse? Now, I've got to say, it's a monster. So I am going to read this, and it's going to take a little bit of time, so I, I do apologise for anyone right, listening. I'm going to lean back. Uh, right, okay, uh, and it's called this. It's, it's called Pure Entertainment Five Stars, and it's by Jonathan's Crisp. <laughs> Jonathan's Crisp. And he says this. He says... Uh, I've been listening to the show regularly since the 035 days, 2008, and thought it was finally time I gave something back in the form of a favourable review. Over the years, the, this podcast has consistently informed, amused, occasionally bewildered, and even annoyed me, but has never, ever failed to thoroughly entertain me. Yeah, that's right, baby, what? What can I say to recommend it that hasn't been said so many times previously? The honest, i.e. independent reviews and opinions, the perfect chemistry between the protagonists, uh, the frequent, unintentional, yet often hilarious diversions from discussions about gaming topics, all of I've these never, things... I've never been called... I've never been called a protagonist before. No, I can't say I have. I have, so I have. Uh, all of these things contribute to making this podcast compelling listening... It may take a few listens to become familiar with the presenter's quirks, uh, but, but that to me is a sign of the quality, and dare I say it, latent genius at work here. Quirk, <laughs> I have awarded quirk, this... quirk, quirk. Uh, I have awarded this podcast five stars because that's what it deserves. Uh, it really is a genius five-star show. I can't finish review without mentioning a couple of favourite features. So, if I may, big shout-outs for The Sound Bites. I thought we'd at least get one. Yeah. Yeah, that was a bit rubbish. <laughs> the sound bites that come Sandwiches. eventually. Other kids in Springfield are SOBs. Uh, and essentially... <laughs> Alright, enough already. Him, I know, plenty enough already. Uh, Stew story time. Who can ever forget the classic Sprouts for Christmas tale? Uh, Stew's story. balloon... It's story, 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 story time. Do you know, at this point I thought... Oh, that's nice of him. That's nice of him, you know, saying that sort of stuff. Uh-oh. And then he went on. Uh, Stu's balloon of pomposity regularly being deflated by Duke and Chinny. Ah-ha, you well, burnt! It's not very that's, nice, is it? I'm afraid you're in the chat. What a kiss ass. Um, what hey, a kiss Fraser, ass. Shut up, back off. Just cause yeah, you're shut, up, shut up. Uh, just because you don't get reviews this, like this. This guy is by far the cleverest man I have ever heard or spoke to or met <laughs> ever. Um Pretty good metaphor. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I feel like uh, mine and Duke's job on the show is to make sure that Stu doesn't think that he's right. It's true. It is true. It is true. And the and the ever entertaining guest presenters and contributors, I would be truly lost without my regular VG fix, and look forward to many more years of quality podcasting. Jonathan Crisp, AA, uh, Smundy Peeps. That's Smundy PPS. Uh, Xbox so there you go. K-K-Y-O-U. Thank you. And by the way, real quick, this is for verbal. There you go. There you go. Jesus. So uh, look, thanks. I mean, we love it when we get reviews, and it's cool because we can play uh, Chini's very stupid iTunes review soundbite. I don't think that's little. stupid at all. No, well, cool. All right, cool, cool, cool. Okay, it's cool. in Springfield are SOBs. You know, so so keep on coming. We've had a few recently, so it's nice to, to get right. a few like that. Keep yeah, because we haven't had any Nick's, for a while. Nick's, right. 
uh, Nick's in the chat has just said, hi all, what have I missed? Nick's just the whole show. Most we got to start all over. All right, then. here we go. All right. All right. Real quick version of it. All right. Here we go. I played the new Starbound update and then a little Minecraft by Chameleon. Go ahead, Chip. Go home, amazing. Yay. Yeah. Battlefield Hardline. It's all right. It's oh, multiplayer. Right, yeah. What do you want? Okay, golf, news, golf, uh, golf, uh, uh, golf. Golf. Yeah. News, Ginny. News, what was in the news? Okay, Dragon, uh, news there's news. some about sales and there's some bullshit about Mass Effect. Oh, no one cares. Uh, voice. Uh. Yeah, emails, emails. Woohoo. Yeah, emails. And yeah. to round us out, let's do news. And then you came in. That's now Yeah, that's it. That's kind of it. There you really. go. That's what you missed. There you me. go. They're showing in a nutshell. And that, that'll be said. Let's do some... That leads us nicely into shout-outs again. It's time for a shout-out. Hey! There you go. Uh, so, over to you, Duke. I will shout-out the guys who played Left 4 Dead 2 with me this week. Uh, Chris MJW for, like, five minutes. And Verbal Rob for the whole game. And... Big Bad Daddy for the whole game, and Big Bad Daddy for trying so valiantly to help me with my PC purchase, and I'm sorry if I let you down by not getting a good gaming PC, but I think it'll be good enough for me, so, yes, and uh, thank you, uh, shout-outs to Rich Primrose, because he has his first IRL DJ gig, go Skull Duggar, go ahead, and that'll be very exciting, whoop, whoop. so I'm looking forward to hearing that, and shout-out to Duchess for being awesome and playing the banjo, which she's currently doing in the next room. And shout out all our listeners because they are awesome. Thank you for listening, everybody. Yeah, uh, I'd also like to reiterate a shout out to School Duggar uh, uh, because not only not only uh, did he did he play an absolutely blinding set this week, uh, which I listened to whilst he was uh, mixing in. It was really good. I mean, that guy has got some props. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, really good. Uh, he's also got a live gig. Did, you, did is that what you were referring yeah. to? He's got a live gig. Oh my uh, God. The Warehouse. The Warehouse in Leeds, though, which is yeah. kind of a big venue. Well, so that's, he can rip that's, up, man. He's got the chops. He's practiced. He's put his work in. Good. Now he's going to make it happen for real. I know. I sent him a message saying, uh, saying, what what time does it start and finish? He's like, uh, starts at eleven o'clock at night and finishes at six in the morning. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ! That'd I, I kill me. I'm dying. I, I hope he doesn't have to actually go on the microphone like the old school DJs and go, uh, no. uh, um, uh, uh, this one's uh, um, uh, and then fall asleep. No, they'll have some. They'll have some MCs like rapping and stuff. Is what they usually. Hey, uh, and everybody get to the uh, dance floor. This is uh, who's that girl, by the way? So he's in room two at the warehouse in Leeds, which is which is a pretty big gig, I've got to say. So that's uh, just Leeds. pretty impressive. Welcome to. Uh, I did consider. I was like, wow, that would be kind of cool to go and watch him like DJ and stuff. And they've got some big DJs on that night as well in the in the the main room and stuff. So it would be cool. But I see he's. Uh, I can't remember which he said the the DJ he wanted to see, but he comes on at three in the morning. So he's gonna play his set. He's on early, so he's gonna play his set, go and have a kip in the car, yeah. and then come back in. Rock <laughs> so, and roll. Rock and roll, baby. So rock and roll. Uh, so yeah. So shout outs uh, to him. I'd also like to shout out uh, Phil Thee because it's his birthday today. Okay. So happy birthday, birthday to him. Where's the virtual pizza? Where's the virtual yeah, exactly. pizza? Where is the virtual Because he's pizza? waiting on that MIA album review I promised in January of 2014. <laughs> That's what it is. He's waiting for that. Uh, and also, you know, uh, another shout out to Metric Pizza, you know, for giving me loads of help in Battlefield Hardline and actually making it a fairly enjoyable experience. Which he's I don't think under, would have happened. He? He's in Australia. He's in Australia. Were you listening when I was talking about it earlier? Yeah. 
Yeah, Fuck I just don't like it very much. Because I remember you saying... Yeah, thanks, Dick. I, I remember you saying he's from the future. That's what that's... Yeah. That's right. That is true. That is true. So I wasn't uh, so, yeah, so, dickhead. Uh, uh, oh, and... I've got a final shout out for someone I don't know the name of, but when I was streaming Grow Home, uh, some random dude came in to watch me stream it and was that impressed? He said he was going to go off and buy the game. Wow. So that's, that's that. kind of. Is there any of money cool. coming your way for that? I doubt it very much, but it was kind of cool that he liked the look of it enough to go, right, I'm going to go and probably buy this now. Yeah, so that was, that was kind of cool. So there you go, that's mine. Selling Over games. to you, Chinny. I'm selling games. Chinny! Uh, I'm going to share it. I just want to share it for me. Serbs. Serbs. Um, he sent me a message on uh, Xbox Live, and he does follow us on Twitter and stuff. And he, he said that he doesn't really um, get involved much. I think that's something that he said. But he sent me a message on Xbox Live saying, um, you know, uh, I was playing Shadow of Mordor, and he says, I thought you didn't like Shadow of Mordor. But I said, you know, I still, I still like it and stuff. Uh, and then he, he, he said... Uh, try Unmechanical. Is that a game that you've heard of, Stu? Yeah, I, I think I wouldn't recommend that too strongly. I think I've played that. Yeah, I think you bought this for me, Stu. I did. I did. It's decent, but it's it's not designed well enough. It looks great. It looks it's, it's fantastic, like, yes. It does look great. And it works alright. Alright, but it does get quite difficult as you're playing it. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, and he you also have, said you'll have to probably consult a guide that I did. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, and also, yeah. So he said, I was speaking to him on 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 the Xbox Lives, and he said, "Cheers for taking the time to speak to a random dude who happens to listen to your podcast. Good to see that you are sound in real life." So he doesn't know that I punched a child this morning. You know, just <laughs> just I'm not really that nice a person. Take that um, child. And, <laughs> This is and, what that, and that you what punch he said about, me every time you meet me. That's true. Um, that, that, that's true. This is what he said, um, mainly because you're going from my bins usually. Um, yeah, it's only because you made me like, cry and stuff. It, this is what he said about the show. He said, it's no pretension, uh, just gamers having a crack if you spend all that time. Because, yeah, it, basically, he's just saying, you know, he likes the sort of non-pretension, we don't spend too much time on having, making the podcast. Of, you know, we just we just chat. Basically, we just chat. That's what we do. We chat. We chat. Yes, yes. So yeah, shout out to him. And that's me done. I'm shout out done. And that's it done. That's the show done. We're done. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yay! Yeah, Oh, I'm gonna look. I'm I'm gonna give an extra special shout out to Nick's Twenty One for missing the whole show. <laughs> so there you go. The whole show. Yeah, we get well. He kind of did, kind of did the condensed version. Huh. <laughs> uh, Bless him. Well, I'm, so I'm Matt Weston's in the chat as well. My Halo Wars partner. Oh, I don't know. What? We also we also do a business or something, but mainly Halo Wars. That's where that's where our income comes from. Oh, and do you know what we haven't had for a while, don't you? 
I've got one. I've got one. a Matt Weston review. You know, you know what I'm talking about, don't yeah. you? You know no, what I'm talking about. Matt Weston did a review of a game that I still yet to play on the show. That's the latest one. Um, I need oh, to. Wow. Shall I get that ready for next week? Definitely. They're the yeah, best. Ready? What's ever. wrong with you? I love them. Just, yeah. What's just, the matter with you? Just, uh, just to let listeners know, Matt Weston um, doesn't play many video games. He, he likes the, his FIFA and his Call of Duty, and he, he loves his Halo Wars. Um, but uh, so he doesn't really know. He's not in the know, you know. So I, I, I asked him to to review games purely on, it, on the knowledge of the name. That's all he knows about the game is the name. So he has to sort of <laughs> pretend to give a review on the name. And the and the next week one, which I'll play, is The Evil Within. Oh, brilliant! Oh yeah. yeah. So that's that's <laughs> the game they reviewed for us, only knowing the name. Yeah, I think I think you should get him to definitely do one of Grow Home. Yeah. Because that'd be kind of funny. I don't think you'd have any idea what you were meant to do in that game. He might, so he might get it, to be honest. He might do. Maybe he will. Maybe he will. Maybe he will. So, yeah. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Hopefully he's not heard the early part of the show when I talk about it. I don't think he has. No. I don't think he no, has. So we'll be all right. We'll be all right. Oh, uh, quick. Let me shout out people who have responded to my thing about the thing. Uh, all right. Think about the thing. Because I put a thing out about um, buying a gaming PC. Oh, oh my David God. Tripney said, hashtag, you've changed. I thought the <laughs> these are tweets. No, you've not really. To be fair, you've been PC gaming for like two years. Yeah, but I've, I mean, it's been on a Mac, so it's like, that's yeah, I guess. It's not PC. It's the same. It's not the same. Oh, I, also, I'd like to shout out two videos that I've made this week. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I've, I've been making some videos there, Stu. And I've seen them. And and they've, uh, they've been, they involve... Video games. Um, uh, the first one he's playing right now on the stream, uh, where Madeline uh, plays Dark Souls and then smashes up uh, an Xbox 360 in the style of Office Space. So if you're familiar with Office Space and the printer scene, uh, Madeline only knew it from Family Guy because Family Guy parody. This is like the scene in Family Guy. It's like, just shut up. Uh, um, but yeah, there you go. So that's one of the videos. <laughs> and the other video. Oh wait, here, wait, I can't play it because it's not on the thing. Oh, I guess it will be by the time. Yeah, I... <laughs> Best use of slow-mo in a movie ever. Um, so, so yeah, I had to cut out all the swearing in that song now because there's mother effers and there's n-words and there's yeah. all sorts of stuff. So I was like, I can't have that song playing with a child uh, <laughs> in the video. I, I just can't do it, so I, t- I cut out all the swearing. But that's on my YouTube channel now. Uh, and also, there's another video, uh, which I'll get up on the stream, uh, where we had another Xbox, my first Xbox. Right? Do you, do you know how old I was when I got my first Xbox, Stu? Mm, right, oh my God, let me think about this. Oh, it'll have been... Oh, Jesus Christ. How old are you now? 29? 29, 30 this year. So you're 29 now, 2005, so we're talking five, ten years ago. So you'd have been 19? Um, well, I didn't get an Xbox until my my 21st birthday. My mom and dad okay. got an Xbox 360 for my 21st birthday. And uh, the very first Xbox I got is now massively dead, like dead beyond dead. And, uh, and I am currently... American history. Nineteen. Yeah, get so it? I, I, fi- I figured I figured that a good way to 
um, remember the Xbox. Not, you know, not to hoard it because it's useless. It's just a piece of plastic and metal and stuff. But to celebrate its destruction by me and my brother batting it in slow motion. So that's on the feed right now. And if you want to see it and you're listening to the show, it's on my YouTube channel. If you just Googled, you know, Chini1985 or Mike Chini in the YouTubes or something, it'll probably pop up. Um, so there I'm, you go. I've got to say, I've, I've never seen Jesus smashing an Xbox yeah. before. That's why he turned yeah. the other t- yeah. so you could see it better to smash it. <laughs> Yeah. And there was an actually in one of the hits, a little bit of Xbox debris came and hit me on the head and made my head bleed. Um, oh, which wow. I didn't notice, but it was only a tiny little scratch, so it wasn't dramatic What's or anything. The, but the moments where you're throwing up the parts as Madeline's smashing them—that was very well done. Let me ask you yeah. this though: yeah. how how much did Madeline enjoy smashing the shit out of that Xbox? Well, I did it partly to, to sort of make the video and partly to sort of get her off YouTube because all she does is watch YouTube. And, uh, <laughs> oh, that's going to make uh, her back on YouTube. Look at this. I'm on- I know, yeah. Look at this. I'm on YouTube. She's weird. <laughs> she, was watching, she was watching PewDiePie play um, The Walking Dead Season 2, right? and she was watching it all out of order. And I was like, oh, I've played this game. Like, she, you know, this is, do you know what happens? And she says, oh, yeah, I know the ending. Like, I watched the ending first. I was like, what's the matter with you? Like, you're weird. Kids absolutely love PewDiePie. They love him. They just, it's but they like, love just, they love watching, like they don't, I, I said to Madeline, I have this game in the other room, you can play it. And she went, no, I want to watch PewDiePie play it. Like, what are you talking about? But, and, but she doesn't watch uh, it in order. Like, I understand, okay, like, she likes PewDiePie, that's fine, you know, and he's playing a game and he's, he's doing it and he's funny and all this stuff. But uh, she's watching it out of order. Like, are you on drugs, little girl? Uh, what are I you know. doing? I mean, it's like I, Millie, right? has learned nearly everything she knows from watching YouTube. How to do her nails, how to do her hair. Yeah. You know, know, she I wants to learn how to do something new, she just goes on YouTube. But <laughs> that's I mean, what she does. Madeline did, a, she did have a lot of fun making the videos. She does enjoy making the videos, and it's fun for her. But as soon as like we st- I said, because it was pretty cold. I do I do give her that. Like she, It was pretty cold outside. And I made her sort of run around to, 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 to sort of get pumped for, like, you know, for hitting the Xbox I made her do about three laps around the garden. I says, right, right, I've run around the garden three times. So she's like, you know, she's going for it. You know, she's not, she's not just like doing it. In a, in a, she warm her up, basically. So, so what you're saying is you really are like the Stanley Kubrick of Wolverhampton. Yeah. I don't Come think on, run around the garden. Run, run, run. Get it together. It's just more believable. If she just stands there and she's, she's not pumped <laughs> up. I, and I basically just... I just pumped her up. I just sort of like got a blood flowing for her body a little bit. I just, you know, I just tried to get her a bit more angry. And 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 she, Madeline is a is a is to be honest, is a little star when it comes to acting in the video. It's like she is oh, so good at it. She's great. And I, I basically just say like you, you I explained to her you hate the Xbox. You I detest it like with all a rain. You have to take everything out on that Xbox and she, don't take your eyes off it. And she did a great job. She's she's brilliant. So. Yeah. I yes. mean, she was great in the in the Nerf gun video as well. She was oh, very yeah. good in very that. Good. J- Jimmy's more. J- Jimmy will laugh more. Like well, I, I say to Madeline, like look angry now, and she'll look angry. And but Jimmy will just flop and just start laughing and stuff. He's he's not brilliant at sort of acting, but but uh, he's good beyond the camera though. He was understanding how to film the shots and all sorts of stuff. So, yep, yep, yep. Oh, what I was little, thinking about doing little, next week. Jay. What I was thinking about doing next week with them, because I, 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 one, this is what I, another thing I was doing. I was thinking about switching the internet off and telling them it's broke, see how they get on. Uh, but no, the other thing I was going to do was I was going to film them playing 
old games. I was going to go to Jimmy and say, like, you, you know, name some of your favorite first person games, you know, Counter Strike and Gear, you know, uh, Call of Duty, whatever. And I said, like, this game is the game that changed all first person shooters. And I'll, I'll make him play Goldeneye and see what he thinks. Um, yeah, so that was I won't tell him anything. I won't tell him how to do the menus, what the game's like, it's gonna anything. How to control it. I know. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you know, so I was thinking about doing that and, and showing them some more sort of niche games and, and getting them to play it and tell me how, how what they think of it. Mm, there you go. I mean, I've seen, there's a few videos like that. I've seen a few of those recently where you know, yeah, where they a, give, give an original Game Boy. And go, there's, right, there's, a, there's a YouTube channel called by, by the Fine Brothers. That, that that's pretty much all they do. You know, like your kids react to, and they give them a walkman, yeah. or they 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 you know they show them a video or something, or like old old people react to GTA. I but, mean, Millie, you know, like you tell, like you know, when I was a kid growing up, we didn't even have a telephone, and if you wanted to use the phone, we had to go to the phone box at the bottom of the oh, street. Man. And but Millie just cannot conceive that. You tell her that, and she's like, "What are you talking about, you liar?" Yeah, like, but no, there'll, be, there'll be things. There'll be things when she's older. It's like we didn't have telly in our eyes. You you, you don't appreciate. It, <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? You know, something one of, else. One of her friend's parents, right, does now does this now. If if his daughter doesn't do her homework, he threatens to unplug the internet, like unplug the router. And, and yeah. like literally, she just gets the homework done because she's that worried and not, about not being able to Snapchat her friends or you know oh, yeah. be in touch that like she gets on with her homework. You know, as soon I as he threatens to unplug that route, I'll be like, "You got to do it, or I'm switching it off." Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. the thing you do is change your uh, the password for the Wi-Fi. Yeah, that's a bit. That's, yeah, that's, that's a, a bit. Idea. That's a bit of a problem, isn't it? Though, but that's a bit of messing around because then you've got to change the password on all your devices as well. So that's a bit of a pain. He just pulls. Well, he just pulls. Like, yeah, it. Well, no, because he then you know he, you know he can do without it, so he's not that bothered for an hour or so. If he, he's never actually had to do it, yeah. as it goes, the threat is enough. Right. <laughs> the threat is enough. Right. That that being said, we need to get the hell out of here. So. Uh, thanks again to everybody who listens, and we've had an, uh, we've had another good crowd in the live chat. We've had up to I think at one point it was twenty two people, which is really incredible. So, oh yeah, I mean, I mean, I know, right? And it's it's weird, right? I know that doesn't sound like a massive amount of people, but uh, to me, to, for the, those twenty two people to take two and a half hours out of the Sunday evening to listen to us at the time that we do this is is to me just amazing. Actually, you know what? It's not. No, no, no. Sorry. Hang on. It's not a massive amount of people because amount works for mass nouns and people is a count noun. So you need to say it's not a massive number of people. Okay then. But you know what I mean. Anyway. No, I know. It is cool. It is cool. So thank you again to everybody who listens in the in, you know live in the chat and all that kind of stuff. And it it is gradually increasing every week, isn't it? And I imagine, and I um, I think that once we move back to our normal nine o'clock time, you know, we're not clashing with Top Gear anymore. We might get a few more in. So there you go. I don't know. There might be people who or, are like or oh, less. Watch while or less. It could be less. Early. It could be less. Maybe not. Yeah, it might be a bit too late. But anyway, we'll see what happens. Maybe we can so, find a happy. Yeah, meet. next week we're at nine. PM GMT, so we be there nine. or be a shape. Uh, but, I mean, there's no reason, you know, that we can't, you know, maybe start at eight, which will still be better for you, Ginny, and still early enough for people who want to yeah, listen I, live. I, I do think seven's a bit early, but what? I don't know. Eight, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I know. We'll work it out. We'll work it out. We'll decide. We'll decide on the time anyway. So thank you again to everybody. Thank you to you two guys as always yes, for making it so much fun uh, to record. And hopefully, when when's the new PC arriving? This week? 
this week. Well, hopefully that all goes well and we'll get a report next week on to how beautiful Skyrim looks and all yeah, that kind of stuff. And, uh, I will look forward to next week's show. Oh, everyone Radio. looks forward to next week's show. Always, always. So thank you, everybody, and good night, and see ya.